across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Good evening, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Ah, yes, I remember. Now, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Busy show tonight. Um, I will be... But lots of people um, were sceptical about the owl attack yesterday. Oh, but in the picture, you said there was loads of blood and it was a clean shirt. Yeah, it obviously wasn't the shirt I got attacked in. I've got the shirt I was attacked in. I'll be showing it later on. If you go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee, you'll get to see it exclusively. But I think we should do a trigger warning because it is very gory. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I lost about a pint of blood. So we'll be doing that later on. We've got lots and lots to talk about. But, 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 first, first, first. Um, this next uh, the, the guest we've got for a little while, who, who may or may not have been aware that we were um, going to be talking to him tonight. He's, he, he wasn't quite He's sure. He's been very gracious about it either way. May God bless him. Um, he's one of my favourite people. And um, I, um, uh, the last time I saw him, he won't remember this, the last time I saw him was at a, um, a service station toilets on a motorway. I can't remember where. Did he see you or you just sort of stopped? No, I was walking into the toilets. He was coming out and we said hello. And I interviewed him many times on a television show I did called Rise. You won't have seen it because no one watched it. Um, and I've always found him delightful and charming. And boy, oh boy, what a pleasure to say. Good evening, Mr. Uri Geller. Good evening, Uri. Hey, Ian, thank you very much. And Catherine, thanks. I'm speaking to you all the way from Old Jaffa, which is in Israel. Hey! It's a, it's a port city, and, well, it's not really a city. It's almost like a small village attached to Tel Aviv. Yeah. And it's 6,000 years old. Wow. Wow. Well, I was, I was, I, I was going to say almost as old as you, Uri. I didn't realise you were 71 years old, and yet you look so damn good. Have you seen him recently? He looks incredible. incredible. How do you, this is, this is the secret power that no one knows about. How do you keep looking so young? Well, I'm a positive thinker. Yeah. I'm optimist. I take vitamins. Uh. I exercise every day. And uh, I try to be a happy person and try to help others. I think that that yeah. is the secret formula. Are you living in Israel now, Uri? Yes. After Ian, after um, 34 years living in the UK, yeah. we lived in a tiny village called Sonning on Thames, lovely place right on the river. Um, we decided, Hannah and I, my wife and I, decided to come back to our homeland. Um, you remember I was born here in yeah. Tel Aviv. I fought in the Six-Day War, I worked here part-time with the Mossad, then the Mossad took me out to the CIA, and then, believe it or not, and very few people know this, in the early 70s, MI5 wanted to know about me. So they had me um, sent to England from Palo Alto in Langley, Virginia. That's where the headquarters of the CIA is. And they tested me, too. And I fell in love with England, and in 1983, we decided to come and live in the UK for all these years. Yeah. Uh, my son still lives there. I love England. I try to help, uh, well, I am helping uh, England in the World Cup. Get in there, yes. And I hope they'll get far. And uh, what else do you want to know? How, how are you helping the England football team, Uri? Well, if you haven't seen the sun... Um, you have to go back and read okay. uh, what I did for England. Yeah. And it, but by the way, it all started with in Euro '96 when yeah. 
England asked me to help uh, them beat Scotland, although they're much better than Scotland, but they were worried in Euro 96. So I hovered with a helicopter. This is a true story. It's filmed by the BBC um, around Wembley. And when I heard that Gary McAllister got a penalty, I heard it in my headphones. I said, no way. I'm going to move the ball away from his foot. Yes. And I screamed in the helicopter, one, two, three. The ball moved away. He missed the penalty. And I got about 10,000 hate letters from Scotland. (laughs) Oh, Uri, I've I've always loved you. I don't know if you remember coming on Rise, the breakfast show we did on Channel 4 about 15 years ago. One of the funniest things, we had Uri Geller sat there, 7 o'clock in the morning. I said, Uri, that's an interesting belt you're wearing. And you whipped the belt off. You went, yes, it's also a bong. Have you still got your bong belt? Yes, you still you remember that. I that do is remember incredible. That. I do remember. I, 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 actually, I got that belt from some guy in in an America who probably smoked weed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't do that. As a matter of fact, Ian, when I said that I'm a very positive thinker, Catherine, I really mean that. Yeah. And my advice to everyone is very, very simple. First of all, you must be a, a believer, a positive thinker, and wake up every morning in an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Because I say that if you can go there with your mind, you can go there with your body. There is nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. Whatever you can visualize, you can materialize, because you are the architects of your own lives. So think about what I just said, yeah. and then from tomorrow... Start looking for better opportunities for yourselves because they pass you every day. So you see, this is what I try to do to millions of people around the world. Just talk to them about being positive and becoming a positive thinker. When you say, you've reminded me of something. When you say, if you can go there with your mind, you can go there with your body. When you were a young man, didn't um, didn't you fall through a hole in space? Yeah, very bizarre and strange things happened to me um, throughout my life. Some of them are so weird that uh, even Arthur C. Clarke, who tested me, and Arthur Kersler, and very, very major scientists like David Bohm, who worked with Albert Einstein, uh, Hasted, we're talking about the University of London, College, University, and so forth, they never did understand this weird power of spoon bending mm-hmm. and mind reading. But then there were also uh, times in my life where things happened that I had no explanation to. And, um, you know, but if I talk to them, if I talk to you about them now, you know, they, they will sound like I'm, it's some kind of a, a, a piece, a scene from a science fiction movie. By the way, in Old Jaffa, Ian and Catherine, I, am, uh, I found a, an incredible building that is a thousand years old, and I'm turning it into an Uri Geller museum because for 50 years I collected and I got incredible gifts, uh, for instance, from Salvador Dali, from David Bowie, wow. from John Lennon, Michael Jackson, uh, and my Cadillac, if you remember, yeah. which has 3,000 spoons on its body. So it'll take me a year to open the museum, but if you ever come to Israel, oh, man. you're more than welcome. Well, there. I'm looking at it now, and it says it's got the, it's going to have the world's the largest bent metal spoon in the world. 
That's correct. I would like to get all Jaffa into the Guinness Book of World Records. So I got a, quite a large steel uh, factory company here in Israel that will manufacture a bent spoon. Oh. It'll weigh around 11 tons. That's how you bend the spoons. You get, a, you get the factory to do it. Right. Yeah. You solved <laughs> that mystery. This one. This spoon, I have to get a factory <laughs> to do it. But, but it, it will be 18 meters long, and yep. there is nothing like this anywhere around the world. And I just got a message from the Russian cosmonauts mm -hmm. that when they will be flying with their spacecraft over Israel, yeah. they will photograph the spoon. Of course, the wow. spoon is not ready yet. We're talking yeah. about a year from now. Um, and, and you mentioned that some big pop star names there. And, of course, it, people won't remember or were too young to know. In the 70s and the 80s, Uri, you were a worldwide phenomenon, weren't you? You were huge. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, you know, uh, I was also ruthless and I was on an ego trip because oh. I came from a very poor family. Yeah. I wanted to make it. I wanted to become rich and famous. So I pushed myself to, to the extreme limit. I mean, I had bulimia. Wow. I had anxiety attacks. I was also after post-trauma, you know, the war, the Six-Day War, mm. in which I was wounded. And I, I, tragically, I had to shoot uh, an enemy soldier. So I was really screwed up. But, but because I was weird and strange and freaky, people <laughs> like John Lennon and Elton and um, Elvis Presley, they all wanted to witness, and Michael Jackson, yeah. they all wanted to witness this spoon-bending business. Yeah. And I'll never forget the day when I performed Ian at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. Yeah. And after my show... The usher came up to me and she said, Mr. Geller, did you know that Michael Jackson was sitting right there? By the way, Michael was 14 years old at right. that time. Yeah. And I kind of screamed and I said, what? Michael Jackson came to see my show. So I ran into the lobby. He was gone. He, they told me he was sitting there in a the disguise, but they recognized him. <laughs> and decades later... Yeah. Um, I was sitting with Mohammed El Fayed. Nope. Uh, who, who, those who don't know, they, he was the owner of Harrods, and his, um, his son died tragically. Mm. With Princess Diana. And suddenly, Michael calls out of the blue from New York, and he handed me the phone, and that's how our, our friendship wow. began. And uh, did you know that his dad died today? Uh, do you know what? I did. Yeah, I've got that written down. Joe Jackson. I think he was eighty-nine. Passed away today. There's a fascinating, yeah, strange he, character. Yeah, it's a, I mean, talk about synchronicity or yeah. coincidence. Yeah. Bizarre, because our show, this show, was well, what you arranged it three or four weeks ago. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, I, w I was going to talk about Michael, uh, and, and his father dies today. So he was, um, you, know, uh, a, you know, a great father, but, yeah. but also a father that wanted to push his son to the limits. And uh, I, I'll never forget the day that Michael told me that he was standing by a window watching little kids play baseball, and he couldn't go because his father forced him to go back into the room and continue dancing wow. and singing. And when Michael agreed to be my best man, and he came to Sonning on Thames in Berkshire, we also took him to Oxford. And on the way to Oxford, uh, where he lectured, he did the Oxford Union, yeah. he called his father and he said to his father, Dad, I forgive you. And, and we wow. witnessed this 
call. Well, wow. we, we all witnessed this call. It was just incredible. Yeah. And as I'm telling you this, yeah. my hair stands on end. That's an amazing, amazingly intimate thing to watch between a son and a father, isn't it? Yes, it was on the phone. Yeah. It was oh, no, yeah, a, but a still in- call. incredible to see that. It was Jonathan Margolis, who is quite a well-known, uh, famous writer in England. Yeah. He was with me, and he, he, we heard him uh, t- talk to his dad. Wow. And but it was incredible. But you know, I met people like David Bowie, and I, I know I'm dropping names now. Did you drop these away? Guys, these guys wanted to meet me. Yeah, and um, and it was just fascinating to see how these world genius uh, icons and legends were just so freaked out like children mm. when I bent a spoon for them. Well, okay, there are so many things firing off in my head. Uh, we're talking about the spoon bending, and the reason that you're in my head, Uri, is because a few weeks ago, I was sat with my eight-year-old son, and we were just talking, and he was holding a spoon. I said, oh, do you know there's a guy that can bend spoons? He went, what are you talking about? So we went on YouTube, Uri, and we found loads of videos of you spend, uh, uh, bending spoons and i said i've seen him do it he's done one in front of me it's amazing and it was it was so lovely me and my eight-year-old son he was sat there for about an hour both of us holding spoons trying to bend them with our minds now amazing I'm go- I'm what, gonna... what's what's his name well i do, do i never say his name on the radio but i'll send you a little email but okay because i will i will when you send me an email with yeah. his name yeah. I, and, and send me your mobile number oh. i will i will record i will take oh, a message for him mate. on my mobile phone Oh. And I will WhatsApp or email it to you. Okay? Oh, but Uri, that honestly, that would make his day. And I yeah, have, I'll do it. I have to ask you this question because he said, if I ever interviewed you again, I have to ask you this question, Daddy. Can you ask Uri how does he bend spoons? So Uri, how do you bend spoons? <laughs> That's from my eight-year-old son. The answer is, I I really don't know the science behind it. It, it, I I believe it has to do with Albert Einstein's uh, equation, E equals MC squared, where everything is made from energy, and our minds is energy, our bodies are energy, everything, the universe, the, the phone that I'm holding now is made from energy, everything. So maybe there's a connection, but also, before we sign off to the skeptics, Yes, I'm hugely controversial. Mm. Uh, a lot of magicians try to debunk me throughout mm. my career. But the, the skeptics actually created the myth around me. They created the mystique. They created controversy. And today, controversy is priceless for, for famous people. Mm. Because as long as they speak about you, that, that's, that's, that's all I want. Yeah. You know, Oscar Wilde, a hundred years ago, said that there's only one worse thing in life than being talked about. And that's not being talked about. Uri, I've always loved you. And I tell you, the mo- and I will let you go, I promise. But uh, the moment that I thought, because I've always been a fan since a kid, but the moment I thought, actually, he's a really good bloke, is um, I was on my, the phone to my mum, who wasn't very well, and I think I told you she wasn't very well. We were leaving this TV show, and you went, is, is that your mother? Give me the phone. And you took the phone, and you spoke to my mum, and you sent her positive energy and positive thoughts. And yep. that made her that made her year Uri. i thought that was such a lovely charming thing to do and i, I do that all the time yeah when i get emails from people who ask for help you know this is not a business i don't charge i think that if you send a positive message to someone it touches him it touches her and it does help yeah um but you know what we'll do i'll come on your show maybe another time yeah. or if you want we'll do it today but we shall do an experiment oh. with your listeners oh. 
So let me know if you want me to do it today. Do you want to do it now? Have you got time to do it now, Uri? Or do you want to do it another day? It's up to you. Well, let's let's do it now. I've got time. Beautiful. As long as if you don't have other. Oh God, no. No, it's just it's just me and you. Go on, and Catherine. So this is what I want everyone who's listening to Ian now and Catherine. I want you to very quickly. Go and gather all your broken watches. There we go, yes. Uh, they, they could be very old, pocket watches that are 100 years old, that are not working. Anything that you have broken in your home, I, I know it sounds bizarre, but bring it to the radio set. Yeah. Also bring a bunch of keys and some spoons. And we will do a massive experiment with your listeners, okay. and then you will get the results back from them. Uh, you'll, you'll, Beautiful. Let, 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 let's, let's talk for about a minute. Okay. Let everyone, let's get everyone go time. and get your broken watch. We've all got a drawer that's got broken watches in. Go and exactly. get your keys. Go and get your, your spoons. Bring them and put them on the radio or just in front of the radio. Uh, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll guide them in a moment okay. when they come back. All right. tell, me, tell me, Ian, where yes. are you based out? Where is the show coming we're, out? We're from? based in uh, London, Waterloo. Fantastic, because, uh, yeah, we, we lived also near Waterloo. Uh, my son Daniel lives there, and, um, oh, okay. uh, you know, that, that's the only thing that, we, we, coming back to Israel, our children we, are not with us. Yeah, yeah. Daniel lives in London. My daughter Natalie lives in Los Angeles. They are visiting us here now with our granddaughter Romy. Oh, and, beautiful. Um, and I miss England tremendously. But I do come and visit, so it's fantastic that I have kind of, I'm, I'm, I still have my British passport, and I still have the home in England, but um, there is a very deep spiritual collect- connection with England. Is, is it true you got paid $5 million to put your hand over a map and look for oil? Oh, yes. Uh, in I love the it. 70s and 80s, yeah. I was dousing. You know, dousing is... Is a is is the gift or a trait or I don't know. It's a skill that people can learn, and the person who taught me how to douse is no other than Sir Val Duncan, who was the chairman of the British Bank and the chairman of Rio Tinto Zinc, which is the largest mining company in the world. He was a secret douser. He flew me with a private jet of Rio Tinto Zinc to Mallorca, where we had a private home. And he hid some oil and gold on the island, little nuggets. And he told me, now go out there and find them. Don't use twigs. Use your hands. Yeah. And I did it successfully. And then he introduced me to very, very major mining companies. And, um, yeah, I was very successful. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, listen, I okay, think people now, have got their, their bits back. and pieces. Yeah, they're back now. So let's do this. Now, this is going to be very light-hearted, but please do exactly what I tell you. Okay, Catherine, join now in. That okay? you have, now that you have broken watches in your hands, wind them up. Although they're broken, yep. wind the, 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 your pocket watches and your old watches up. Wind them up. Um, if you have keys, just simply place them uh, in your hands, and your, also your, your, the broken watches, hold them tightly in your hand. Now, I'm going to say one, two, three, yeah. and all of us are going to shout out the word work. work. We will do it three times, okay. and you will do it too. Catherine, yeah. oh, are you yeah. ready to shout it? Oh, yes. Oh, Hold on. Now, here we go. And, and you people at home, the listeners, truly believe that your mind power can activate your broken watch. <clears throat> now, it, it takes a few seconds, and here we go. One, two, three, Work! work. One more time. One, two, three. Work! And the last time, one, two, three. Work! Now, everyone at home, open your hands and look at the faces of your watches. 
if you have a second hand, did it start moving? <laughs> if you don't have a second hand, lift the watch to your ear and listen intently. Yeah. If you hear it ticking, if your watch started, if a spoon bent, if something moved in the, in the apartment, if the light flickered, let us know. Please now, do. Ian, the yes. big question is, how do people let you know if things happen in their oh, homes? They, these, these people know what to do. You give us a call, 0344-499-1000. We'll call you straight back. Also, if you've got a picture of it, if you tweet me a picture, at Ian Lee. Are you on Twitter, Uri? You must be, yes. Yeah, yeah, I have you, Facebook, Twitter, everything. All right, t- tweet but me a picture and we'll tweet it to Uri. Listen, guys, at home. Yeah. Uh, listen, everybody at home, if nothing happened to you, don't be disappointed because it doesn't happen to everyone. But if your watch is working now or if any appliance that was broken is now is, is in good condition now, yeah. make sure that Ian and Catherine Beautiful. know about this. And that, that's, that's the end of this show. <laughs> Thank you. Uri, honestly, I'm, 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 I've been a fan of yours since I was a kid. I still am. I am going to send you that email with my boy's name because that would, you would absolutely make his, make his day. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a little film. And thank I'll you, mate. For him oh, film. mate, thank you. You're, you're such a gentleman, Uri. It's always a okay. thrill. Urigella.com if you want to go to the website. Uri, we'll speak again soon, brother. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, do, do, do check out my website. God bless. And let me know if anything happens. Thank you very much much indeed ladies and gentlemen it's mr uri geller i mean sam would you like to say goodbye to oh he's gone he's done now i gave you my car keys there yes. you better not have bent them no they're not oh no, no! They're not bent. okay well the spoon i was holding didn't bend if anything happened for you at home oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand just look at the um phone lines and say work <laughs> <laughs> work is it now whatever you may think about him it, oh, he, he's, he's fun he's thoroughly entertaining he's a real gentleman he'll do that he'll do a little video for my boy because he did he took the phone off me this was 15 years ago and spoke to my mum and said linda i'm sorry you're feeling so poorly i'm gonna send you positive energy and she was thrilled because because he was in the 70s and the early 80s he was a superstar you know he talks about john lennon and bowie wanting to meet him he was a superstar and my mum was absolutely thrilled by that the guy's a gentleman. You can give us a call if something um, worked. You can give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, well, well. So Paul's quiz at Paul's quiz has got a kitchen clock. That started working. A kitchen clock started working. How long was it out of action? Um, let me see his original tweet. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No word of a lie. My kitchen clock has just started ticking, and the battery ran out on that over a year ago. Why was it still on the wall? <laughs> um, and he sent us a video of it. Um, Tytd review. It only bloody worked. This thing hasn't ticked in two weeks. Three works and it's back to ticking like a maverick. Cheers, man. <laughs> um, Gaz has tweeted a picture of a bent spoon. Uh, Gaz, I'm not totally convinced that that, that picture is genuine. 0344-499-1000. I love Uri Geller. I love Uri Geller. Someone posted something really mean when I um, said he was coming on the show. Uri is a C word. <gasps> Why? And... I don't know. I don't know why you would elicit that. It would elicit that reaction. I think some people fear the unknown. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hi. Hey, John. Uh, uh, did you take part in the experiment? 
Yeah, I had a small device, a small cheap recorder that fell down out of my hands yesterday. And yeah. of course, it stopped working. Yeah. I put in brand new batteries. I was holding on to it. But I've got to say, I I was really like negatively believing in it. Yes, yeah, but yeah, I'm holding belief. it. Yes. I physically with my hands. Yeah. And um, I don't. Maybe it was my negative energy. I don't know. But uh, it doesn't. It does not work. I'm not asking for any refunds, but. Uh, can he still help? Or well, well, or, well. I think you'd have to contact him directly. When you say what, like a, a digital recorder? No, it's just one of these cheap recorders that you press record or play. A tape recorder? No, a recorder. You buy like for sixteen pounds. A digital pounds. recorder? No, not a digital. An old recorder. Like, oh, a, a tape recorder. Like to play with, you a, know, like a, a tape recorder. Yeah. No, a recorder. Like you can talk into it. Like a digital tape, recorder. You know? It's not a digital. It's an. It's. it's Is it a tape digital. recorder? No, a recorder. Is it a digital uh, one? Digital recorder. Olympus. Olympus. No, not very digital. No. You not not very. It, not very digital. No, not at all digital. Is it? Is you it a tape recorder? No, a recorder, not a tape. Well, is it a digital one or a tape one? I'm getting confused here. No, there is an item called a recorder. It's not a digital recorder. What do you blow into? When you press record. No. On the right hand side. How does it record? Does it record digitally or on cassette? Not on cassette, no. Digitally? Yeah. So it's a digital recorder? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. We got that sorted. Uh, and you couldn't get it to work. I'm really sorry to hear that, John. 0344 499 1000. And fade the video. <laughs> sorry about that, John. Email already sent. <laughs> Me and Kath are big fans of repetition in comedy. Good evening, Alan! Imagine imagine if Alan came on and he was all eloquent and spoke like little Lord Fauntleroy because of Uri Geller. Let's find out. Work! Work, Alan! Work! Everything you have to say will have to go through my solicitor. Oh! <laughs> For those who don't know, Alan Caddick is standing trial Friday night at 10 o'clock. He could be, well, uh, I don't want to influence the judge, who's my best friend, Catherine, but he could be sentenced to 10 years hard labour. No, not hard labour, because he'll interpret that in a different way. 10 years banning from this radio station. 10 years! Or 10 minutes. He's quite torturous. He's facing the 10 year stretch! Have you ever heard of my solicitor? She's been put to give her a case. Well, she needs to put together a pretty strong case, Alan. Get my solicitor on the phone and she'll give give you an update. I don't want an update from your solicitor. You get her on the phone. I'm not sure you should be discussing the case in this forum. He's the fella yesterday, pleaded guilty five times. He, he said himself that. And also, the thing is, she can do a bloody uh, S-hot defence case, but we've got the recording of you saying guilty five times. I'll just keep playing that. I wasn't under duress, but like I say, speak to my solicitor. You were not under a duress? What are you talking about? Speak to my solicitor. <laughs> you phoned us. Well, speak to my yeah, Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to prejudge this as, as the judge, but the, his case has got holes in it. <laughs> He's going down, baby! He's going down, baby! Oh three four four, four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So, um, yesterday, I was and and bring it back down to sensible chat. Uh, yesterday, I was violently and aggressively attacked in um, a uh, part of the countryside 
that I have since found out is used um, as a site for uh, men to meet up for sexual encounters. And that's fine. And thank goodness they were there yeah. because they were happy to help you. Very happy. I was I was attacked, not by the men that were, were um, uh, I think, cruising, I guess you call it. Uh, I, I was attacked by an out. And just to stress, because some of the papers have tried to turn this into a Ian Lee was out dogging in a... First of all, I wasn't dogging in a gay cruising area. because Didn't have the, a dog. Well, no, to go dogging, you have to be in a car. And I was out... Wa- I parked my car in a lay-by and I was out walking. And you didn't but have a dog. I wasn't... You're not actually helping. I wasn't looking for gay sex. I was just going out because I w- wanted to be in nature because I'd been in a, in, a, in NYC, New York City, the Big Apple. So I just wanted to commune with nature. Anyway, just walking about... Um, and suddenly I heard this sort of flap, flapping, and then just the most intense pain in the back of my head. And it was a little bit in just below my neck. It was agony. And I, I, there was a bird, there was something on me. It was a bit, I couldn't turn, I turned around and it was still on there. It was a bird. So it, it felt, it, it felt like an owl. So I was beating this oh, owl off. Did you not see it? Couldn't, well, I saw it after it flew away. It, uh, when it flew away, I saw oh, it's an owl. But I couldn't tell which kind. Um, because I'm not um, Percy Thrower. So I beat this owl off, and it flew off. Eventually, after minutes, felt like minutes, I was a bit dazed, and a bit, well, I thought, I'm gonna, I've come here for a walk, and we're going for a walk. And as I was walking, these two gentlemen came out of the bushes and said, uh, excuse me, um, are you Ian from the jungle? And I said, yeah. And they said, oh, um, what were those strawberries like? I said, they were really good strawberries. That's kind of my stop line. I said, they were really good strawberries. I said, oh, Where's Daisy? I said, I don't know, I've seen a few years. Oh, did you know you've got loads of blood coming out of the back of your head? I went, what? And I put my hands <gasps> around. I got, got, got the bandages on now. I touched it, and there was blood Aye. pouring out of my head. And and I kind of looked panicked. I also looked panicked. And they said, um, do you want to take you to the hospital? Um, and they said goodbye. And one of them went off to carry, well, I guess, carry on walking. And he took me, the one of them took me in his car in his hospital, and yeah, it was blood everywhere. And to that man, I don't even know that guy's name. I've no phone. No, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Not all heroes wear capes. Exactly. Um, or trousers. Um, so thank you for that. That is appreciated. Took me to the hospital. And um, they didn't stitch my head up. Terrified of stitches. They glued my head back together. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see I've got um, a bandage on. And I think some of the blood may have seeped through at the back of the bandage. It's, it's, it's a little bit leaky last oh, night. It's a bit, oh, yeah, there, was, yeah. there was a little bit of blood on the pillow this morning. Anyway, so they glued me up. And it's been in all the papers. All the papers. Tragic comic um, attacked by an owl. Um, but loads of people say, oh, there's a picture of you outside the hospital. There's no blood on the T-shirt. Oh, yeah, oh you can't have been attacked by an owl because there's no blood on the T-shirt. Well, yeah, because... The first T-shirt was covered in blood, and they took it off when they treated me. They had to check I had no injuries elsewhere, so they took the T-shirt off, right? And luckily, they had, a, like, a spare... There was a spare T-shirt lying around, and they gave me a spare T-shirt to wear, okay? So, no, I'm not going to come home and come to work in the bloody T-shirt. I'm not swearing. I'm, I'm being literal. Um, now, I, over there, I have the actual T-shirt that I was wearing at the time of the attack, right? And I don't feel I... Sh- I don't feel I have to show it to you because it's my own personal journey. I know what happened. I know my own truth. But I am hoping that by sharing this with you 
And you'll see it on YouTube now, youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Click on the live feed. We'll put this out as a video tomorrow, please. That by sharing the image of this T-shirt soaked in blood, that all of the naysayers and the people doing, oh, you twit woo and all of those jokes can, can F off. Oh. You can just F off. Uh, because here's evidence. I'm going to show you... You shouldn't have to do this. I know I shouldn't have to do it, but I'm going to do it. So, this is one of my favourite T-shirts, right? Sparks. My Sparks T-shirt. It's one of my favourite, favourite T-shirts, okay? And this is now... Trigger warning, by the way. The back of my T-shirt. That is the back of my T-shirt. For those on YouTube, there it is. For those of you watching this, that is the back of my T-shirt. Now, look. I'm going to stand up a bit here. First of all, if you look here, there there are claw marks. You see, there are one, two, three claw marks there, and then there's one a little bit further down, okay? Covered in blood, and if you look at the blood spatter marks, they are going down. The blood spatter marks are going down. Now, that would imply that the attack was from above, and um, was directly above, and was done by claws... Not by a fall, not by, you know, kind of like a, 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 a poker or anything. It was done by claws. The spatter marks go downwards. They go downwards, okay? So, let that... And this is... what Kath has seen me in this T-shirt a lot. This is one of my favourite T-shirts, right? I'm not going to... Del- I'm not going to deliberately... I mean, you couldn't even you couldn't even do this. You couldn't even replicate this in a lab. So this is one of my favourite T-shirts ruined, um, and it's there. That that's what happened, right? That's what happened. Yesterday I was saying, um, please don't attack owls um, because what one owl does, you can't blame the rest of the owl community for. Today I've changed my opinion on that, and I'm now starting a, a late night alternative campaign called the Ian Lee Owl. Owl, Ian, the owl, the Ian, the late night owl cull. I tried to get it into words and I couldn't. Because to put the C in, it it takes you down all kinds of possibilities that really aren't radio radio friendly. Um, And a word with O and a C in it. Ah, right. Cull owls... Now. I was trying to get a CK at the end. Oh. Cull owls, cull kill. There we go. There's hashtag, this is it. Hashtag, cull owls, cull kill. C-O-C-K. Because owls can kill. There we go. Beautiful. There we go. So, so it can mean either of those things. But I'm. I, this is absolutely genuine, right? If you see an owl, kill it. Kill it. Because I'm not the first person that this has happened to, right? It's th- I've researched this. Um, there has been lots of cases of owls attacking people, right? And also, today, I've gone viral, I've gone worldwide. I was backed up by an American lawyer called David Rudolph. An American lawyer. Google him. One of the, one of the most... Um, well-respected lawyers in America has tweeted his support for me. So, here's the thing, guys. Are you with me, or are you again me? We are going to take out and decimate the owl community, because owls 
are bastards. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Catherine, could you take a picture of me holding holding up this T-shirt and if you send that to me and then we'll... And we will, um, if I do it that way. That can go to the Doubting Tom Eye. If you turn it, see that. There we go. Is that going to a good glum face? Yeah, it looks glum. Okay, beautiful. Send that to me and we'll tweet that. Put that up there. Let's go to Richie. Good evening, Richie. Hello, bro. You there? I'm there. I'm here, yeah. Sense me talking to you. Long time, Lucy. Is it? Well, yeah. Um, it's... Question for Kath, really? Okay. Or a chat with Kath? Is that okay? Um, I, I kind of guess so. You did have four day. You did have four shows where I wasn't here and Kath was. You could have spoke to her then. But no, that's don't be, don't be well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on, please. She's, she's here, mate. I'm on. Hello, babe. Guys, babe. you and Katie orange it. Simple as that, mate. Simple as that. That was such a good show. The way you did it, it was just brilliant. And you brought up that social media shite oh, with no. the kids and oh, oh, yeah, we did all awesomeness. That stuff, yeah. Thank awesome. You. Thanks, Richie. Absolutely awesome. Great, great call, Richie. Anything else, mate? Before I cut you off? No. no. There we go. Okay, that's a great call. That was one of my favourites yeah, of all call. time. There we go. Good. E- let's move on. Good evening. <laughs> good evening, Gavin. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Um, I'm I'm all right. Well, do you know what? I'm lousy. I've had a really, really yeah, crap day. <whistles> Hello. What, what, um, still, you're still what? getting whistled at by builders. That's something. <laughs> no, that's um, my emergency um, retreat. Did um, I just joined Twitter because I was trying to get um, in contact with your good self and Kath. I wonder if she'd got my Twitter message. Well, you could uh, ask her. Hello, Kath. Hi. <laughs> there we go. Um, did you get my Twitter message? Because it, it, it sort of ran out of, of letters, and I, I, I've joined Twitter just to um, speak to you. I didn't know how it worked. Right. I just wondered if you'd received my message. I got, I got a message. I, I didn't know it was from you. But I got a message that I, I wrote back to. I suggested that you, if, if it's what I'm thinking, I suggested you phone the police. Uh, yeah, that is what you're thinking. Um, I've done that. Um, um, no joy. That's um, because I know that um, your good self and Ian have have kind of been kind to me and been able to let me talk things through. Um, but I didn't know how to. I think I sent Ian an, an email, but I'm. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Oh, how was to this use about Twitter. your? Was this about a family member? It certainly was, Ian. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was you, was it? I, cause I don't no, know. I didn't put two and two together. Either. I, do, I didn't put two and two together. Um. Well, how much do you? Um, I'm not going to reveal anything. How much are you prepared to reveal on air? I'm not saying you have to, but it just it, 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 the amount that you're prepared to reveal yeah, affects how we can. You want, Ian. Well, absolutely anything. Okay. Well, then. So from from you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you sent me an email saying your dad beat the crap out of you. Yeah, that's me. Seven Shades, I think you, you described it as. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, um, that's me, man. Do you live with your dad? Um, unfortunately, yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, why do you think he did it? Um, because I had a disagreement with him about um, an issue, and because he's a slightly older gentleman that's 
he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. Well, well, hang on a minute. I, even old people know not to just beat their children up. How you know for over a disagreement? Well, I'm, not, I'm a forty-year-old man. Yeah, but you know, but you're still his child. I'm I'm forty-five now. I'm my mum's child. You never stop. you you know they never stop being your children. Um. Um. Well, let's not argue over semantics. But okay. okay so um um. Um, so how has it left you feeling? Um, bruised, bewildered, um, and covering up for my mum, really. What do you mean by that? Um, because, um, I don't want to cause any ructions because they're a couple and that's, so you what? know, that's, so what? I don't want to cause any problems. Well, what, 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 what I don't under, you, I don't understand what you mean by a problem. What, you, your dad um, beat you up, uh, quite badly, um, so what, 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 I don't understand what you're worried about between, happening between them. Because if, if, um, if I were to pursue the, yeah, the, the road that I have been legal proceedings, led to pursue, it would require him not to be about as much as perhaps he'd like to be. Right, okay. Um, is he still with your mum? Yeah, but we're all in the same gaff. I've locked my door and I'm I'm in here. Well, hmm. Well, then she'll know there's something wrong, won't she? Um, the thing is, Kath, um, I think it's called um, Stockholm Syndrome when you end up like liking the person that's been nasty. Oh, I think it's slightly different if it's a parent. I don't think it is specifically Stockholm syndrome when it's when it's a parent because I'm assuming you kind of liked your parent before he beat you up. Um, he's done it all my life, in to Has be he? honest with you. Yeah. Uh, well, then, um, well, then your mum knows. Yeah, she'll know about it. Yeah, and be- um, yeah, because he he does it to her as well. Right, okay. Well, what happens between the two of them is that's her decision as to how she reacts to that. Um, yeah. And that's not in any way condoning spousal abuse. Um, but do you not think that if you were to report it to the police, that that might possibly be a turning point for the way she views the um, abhorrent behaviour that's directed towards her? Well, the thing, um, the thing that was the turning point was... Um, Wednesday today. On Monday, um, an altercation happened, and it was very, very ugly. And I, I, um, I sent pictures because I was crafty, because I knew that things might happen. Yeah. And I recorded it all on my phone while he was actually beating me. Um, I, I didn't see the pic. You said you in the email. I remember now. You said you sent me some pictures, but they didn't come through, so I didn't see them. And I, and um, and you uh, really don't want to. I just don't blame you, mate. Well, I wouldn't want to. Uh, well, because well, they didn't come through. But also, I don't know what good me having. I, I believe you. I believe the story. So I don't need to see pictures of it to to yeah, to, no, to believe you. I'm convinced. And I, I thought I was setting the mark by suggesting that I should. No, no, not at all, not at all. But I, I, the, the, the fact that you want to send me pictures it says to me that you, you think I might not believe you. I believe you totally. Do you oh. know what else it says to me? Is that you want, no, just, um, you want help. I think that you've both been cast as cast as well. You, you've both been so kind to me before. Yeah, but um, here's the thing. We can't do anything if, if you won't take it to the... Pl- I mean, we can't do it as much as the police could for you. 
Um, I did have I did have the option. Um, I was taken into the the police under suspicion of ABH. Um, everything was dropped because there was absolutely no evidence apart from a cut on my dad's finger, and I had a broken nose. Um, I've had stitches. Um, he absolutely. What? So he reported you to the police? No, I phoned the police because I was in fear of my life. Mm -hmm. And then 30 seconds later, he phoned the police to get me arrested. Right. And that's kind of... So you both got yeah. taken in. Did they not ask you what happened to you? Well, I was pretty much covered in blood and I was taken to a hospital. Um, but, well, but what I'm saying, was that were they not curious as to what happened to you? Or did you not tell them what happened to you? No, I told every... I, I'll be as honest with you as I am with everybody. I've got... I just like being honest with people. I've told everybody absolutely the truth. Um, yeah, but the thing is, his complaint... I didn't complain about it. OK, I, l listen, let's not... Well, OK. Let's not get involved in the tit-for-tat, because cause we could go, go around in circles for ages. What are you going to do? What, what are you going to do about it? Well, my my options are to forget about it, or... Um, get him arrested for GBH. Okay. And which of those are you going to do? Because we can't tell you, I, we can't tell you what sake, to do. Forget about it. Why is that for your mother's sake if she's getting smacked around as well? Because that's what she wants me to do. Right. Well, okay. But how is, how is you keeping quiet going to stop her getting smacked around again and maybe, I don't know, maybe killed? Well, he nearly killed me. Right. Okay. So again, um, so, okay. So so address the, so address the question. How is you keeping quiet going to protect her from getting another smack in the mouth or whatever technique that the, 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 the brave no, guy does? Ian, you're, you're, you're spot on. It certainly won't. Right. But she's asked me specifically. Well, sometimes not we have to. to sometimes we have to. We sometimes we know what is better for other people better than they do. I've been smacked up by my old man all my life. Okay, and, that's, um, that's not... That, that, perhaps now it's the time for it to stop. Even though your your mother's imploring you not to take it any further. Because she's terrified. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done things against my mum's wishes, knowing that they were for the best for my mum. And also, also the best for me. You, you, you've got to do... Sometimes you've got to do what is best for you... And as a, 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 an indirect result of that, that that can ripple out and be the best for other people. So doing something against my mother's wishes and something that I feel a little bit uncomfortable about will eventually end up. Well, I in don't know. I'm not. Here's the thing, right, Gary? I'm I'm not telling you what to do because I couldn't do it. Hang on a sec. I, I'm not telling you what to do because I couldn't. I don't know all of the no, variables. I, I don't know I all the it. variables involved in this. But from from a skim reading, from getting the headline, um, uh, if I was getting beaten up by a, a, a parent, uh, you know, as an adult, or, uh, and I lived in their house, yeah, I'd go to the police. I'd, if it happened a lot and I nearly died, I would go to the police. Yeah, and I would I would. Um, get them done also that means I, I suspect and there'll be people listening who'll know it a little bit better than me um if you can if one goes to the police because they are being beaten up by their parents i would i would have thought catherine that means they can then leave that property and get rehoused by the council whereas if you just walk out and uh, if one just walks out and uh, hasn't reported it to the police then the council will be under no obligation to rehouse them 
Yeah, because you make yourself intentionally yeah, homeless. Exactly, but if but if if, yeah. the, if the police recognise there is um, uh, uh, there is abuse taking place, then I suspect I could be wrong. I don't know, but that that, that, that would then put some pressure on the council to find housing. That sounds good to me because. Um, well, who am I to say that you remember my history? But I've recently been separated from my wife. I've recently come back into the family home. And, um, yeah, it's kind of like a a law unto themselves. And this is, I mean, personally, I feel it's just... I could take a, like, slap around the face now again. I mean, because that's what I'm used to. But to be... Um, Yeah, to be um, brutally beaten, I don't think anybody deserves that, really, no, do they? No, no one does. No one, no one does. No one, everyone deserves... Everyone has a right to sleep in a bed um, and feel safe in that bed, Gavin. Listen, we're not telling you what to do. Only you know. Only you can know what to do, but, um, you know, uh, someone's going to get killed, man. Yeah, I think I... I understand exactly what you're saying. Somebody is going to get killed. Oh, yeah. Now you're saying it as though that's a threat to your dad. No, what I'm saying. Hang on is, a minute. No, what's it? That's what. That's what it sounded like. Here's the thing. But oh, someone, I, I do apologise. But please. someone is going to get killed. Could be you. Could be your mum. And it could be your dad if you or your mum. You, you know, might have a heart attack while beating might one do. of us up. Or one of you could could lash out. You know, grab a knife. A, 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 any one of you three could die. I've never laid no. a hand on a. Another human being in anger. Okay, well, that in my life. Well, it doesn't mean that it won't happen, but um, um, uh, uh, no, because I'm oh, I'm used to it happening to me. Okay, Therefore, all right, Gavin, I... Gavin, you, uh, Gavin, I've 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 done the best I can, dude, and you 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 kind of it feels like you're kind of being deliberately obtuse to me, right? I don't know what to suggest. I've I've me and Catherine have given you the benefit of our thoughts on this. Um, I appreciate that, and yeah. I'm saying one of you three is, is could potentially die. I'm, I'm going to say something to you. I had some really good advice from someone who knows a hell of a lot better about life than I do recently when I was concerned about a friend. And he said to me, the way things are going, your friend may end up dead. You need to do as much now so that you, the Gavin that survives this person, is going to know they did enough and did what they can. Because you're going to have to live with it. Good luck, Gavin. Let us know how it goes. Will do. All right, cheers. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, good advice, Catherine. It's really hard advice, but... Yeah, good advice. But that's the truth. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sigh and Gary, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Mm, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, that was my fault. That was my fault. I should have said a bed, please, Sam, and I didn't say it. Hey, let's go to... Um, um, there are some people that um, used to uh, listen to this show, a guy called Dan and a guy called Billy. They don't listen to the show anymore. They go off and they do their own poxy radio show on CRMK. So let's, they're live now. Let's go and have a little listen to um, Mugger Harris and their uh, silly little... We all know you are you. This is, this is how their show starts. Like, we are. It exists throughout all galaxies. It doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. It's actually quite a, quite a dramatic little um, piece there, isn't it? Only you don't have to remember the past in the same way you don't have to think about... The Muggy Bonehead Show, OK. Or whatever else it is in this organ. 
You don't have to know how to shine the sun. You just do it. Like you're breathing. Listening to the Muggy Bonehead show. See what these slackers are up to. I you that you are this fantastically complex thing. And that you're doing all of this and you never had any... They're doing that thing of lots of pre-recorded stuff. Oh, here we go. This is quite good. This is a tune. This is a, this is a flipping tune, isn't it? Giorgio Moroder and what's his name? Phil Oki. It's a film I've never seen, Electric Dreams, about a, a computer that becomes sentient and um, the guy falls in love with it. Well, like in Weird Science? Uh, no, that... No. Not at all. You wouldn't be allowed to make Weird Science now. No, his, his kid's having it off with a, um, a big-boobed robot. <laughs> Let's go to... <laughs> Let's go to Cy, but not for long. Good evening, Cy! You all right, Bob? How are we doing? Very well, mate. What, what, what are you... Are you tunnelling underground? Um, no, I'm on my way home from Salton. There we go. Beautiful. What have you got for a sigh? Um, well, I'm glad you picked the mood up, to be honest with you. That last call I got a bit sinister towards the end, like, but um, I think you had the nail on the head with it, to, to be fair with you. Like, he needs to, uh, El Gavin there needs to get out the house and start reporting it to the police. I think that's the best thing for him, really. Uh, well, um, I, I would never tell anyone what to do in that situation, but yes, I would like to, to think that if I were there, that's what I would be doing, but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so what have you got? Exactly. Um, not much, man. I'm oh. enjoying the show. Hey. I've started listening to the radio past couple of days. I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm enjoying it. Hey, nice one, man. Well, we're on Mondays to Fridays, 10 o'clock at night until 1 o'clock. Um, yeah. and, and we just talk rubbish for three hours. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard, man. Hey, here you go, Si. Let me ask you something. Have you been watching yeah. Love Island? Your bird does, mate, yeah. Your, your bird, bird your bird watches Love Island, does she? Why does? Because yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've dipped in and out, so to speak, and I can't. I, I well, I think that's the thing. I can't work out, and it's hugely popular, right? It's not made for a forty-five-year-old bloke. It's made for kids. I can't work out why. Why does your bird? Um, or let me call her your your girlfriend because I'm not a, a, a sexist pig. Why does your girlfriend? Oh, sorry, that's all. Right, I'm teasing you, <laughs> Sai. I'm teasing. Uh, why does she? Why does she like it so much? Um, I don't know, the gossip, I think, the drama, and then I, I've caught bits of it, and it's, and then if you can relate, you're like, this is where your arguments are coming from. Oh. This is, it's that, you know what I mean? They use the TV program, and that's where their arguments come from as well. It's like they're copying what they're doing on the television, man. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. But it's also, like, you say, you say she likes the gossip, but it's gossip about people that she doesn't know. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's the best kind. You could be Is as nasty it? as you like. Yeah, they're not real people, yeah. are they? Yeah, don't even know them. But you, but Catherine, you're a bird. <laughs> Apparently. Um, and you, but do you, do you <laughs> enjoy on, Love on, Island? Right. You don't I can't get it. get it. It's not for me. No. It's not for me. I don't understand yeah. how they love each other, then they don't love each other, then they love it. It's like watching a load of 12-year-olds with boobs. I, it's all within seven days. Like, I don't understand how you can, how you can fathom that within seven days, well, you know what I mean? And also, be that oh, bothered. You know, they're going, oh, there were cracks in our relationship. Your relationship lasted two days. Yeah, there were cracks in her <laughs> swimsuit. That's where the cracks you like, um, 
use slang and stuff like that to say, oh, do you want to crack on with this? Crack on with well, this. Well, this is it. You, you've, you've, you've got uh, the phrase that pays. There's a fella that fancies this woman, and so he went up to the woman and said, I'd really like to crack on with you. I'd like to crack. <laughs> you don't go up to a woman and say, I, I'd really like to crack on with you. When in my day, it was when a man you've never met before brings you flowers. Yeah. Not says yeah, he wants to crack on with you. Flipping out. Uh, I, 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 I've never witnessed this cracking on myself. Like, Good. I don't know what it's all about. No. Si, I listen, I'm glad you found us, brother. You give us a call any time, mate. Nice one, dude. Enjoy your night, man. Thank you, man. Take care. There we go. We're getting a lot of new callers. The other thing I learned um, yep. from Love Island yep. is that nowadays it's good to apologise with an F word. Oh, oh I'm effing sorry. You several F words. Yeah. And I know it's not made for us, and it's easy for, you know, old people like us to knock the kids' entertainment. Yeah. But um, it, it, it is rubbish. <laughs> It is. And I like rubbish, right? I watch some right old crap. Yeah. And I love it. I'm not going to be ashamed to tell you that I love, for example, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Superb. Yeah. Real Housewives of New New York City. I'll watch Big Brother once it gets uh, nice and tasty after about the third oh, third week. I'll watch Celebrity Big Brother. I don't watch the civilians anymore. Oh, I'll watch anymore. the lot. I will watch it all. Hey, listen, I... But pe- that, I, no. I appeared in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It. You know, I... Uh, uh, oh, I, I didn't I watch that. I can't really... What? I can't really, you know, start flowing, uh, throwing stones, but this is, it's a strange, and it's all made by the same people that do I'm a Celebrity. Not for us, though, is it? Um, there's us. a story about Love Island. Love Island thongs are not welcome at Family Pool. So this is the thing we've noticed about um, swimwear now. When I was a boy, I really hate bikinis, right? I hate bikinis. I think they're the most unsexy thing Oh, I love a bikini. Ever. They're oh, really comfortable. I think they're so, well, I, they, they might, they maybe. I just think all swimwear is unsexy. And I know it's supposed to be like a fancy bra and pants. But, and I like a bra and pants. But, but, but. I, In I just, a bra and pants place. Exactly. I just don't like bikinis and stuff. And, um, but when I was a lad, bikini bottoms would cover your bottom. Yeah. They would cover your bottom in the 80s there was actually a... in the 80s they would have been hiked up they would have been quite high so just very high the navel, very high but it would go all the way down it would cover your privates yeah. and you'd have quite a lot of side legs showing sometimes towards the end of the 80s it got thin at the front as shaving was uh, but, but it'd cover your bum but now and this is Catherine's phrase it's all about the hungry bum yeah. they get they seem to i don't know instead of blowing out they, they're on suck and they suck up <laughs> they suck up the bikini up there Crack. Tell you something, in a gymnastics competition, we would have got marked down for that. Right. For having your bum, uh, having a hungry bum. Anyway. But but while they do that, yeah. that's why they, that's why you know young people have got to shave more and more off because everything's ha- going to hang out otherwise, isn't it? I, I worry about um, skid marks. Anyway, a family friendly pool. I do. That reminds me, right? Yeah. I also remember a time when in a public swimming pool. Yeah. You know, indoors, obviously. Yeah. You'd wear a swimming costume. I, I've seen girls with bikinis on in the um, baths where we take the children, oh, and that's this... now kind of that's what happens. But I would have felt no, funny about doing that. No, that's that's no. Yeah. That's you, I remember once there well, was no. a pervert in my swimming baths, yeah. and he, a bloke came in in a thong, and everyone was like, mm. "Did no, he ever, to swim did he ever Was he doing shark impressions when he swam on his back? <laughs> <laughs> he? Otherwise, you don't. More know of a bottle nosed dolphin. Well, you don't know if he's a if, uh, well with the blowhole. You don't know if he was um, a pervert. Yeah, we do. Wearing a thong. You don't know that. Some men are just very relaxed like that. But no, g- g- girls have been wearing bikinis for years. In, in, in public yeah. baths? Yeah. No. A family-friendly pool has blamed Love Island for a rise in swimmers sporting skimpy thong-style swimwear. 
Staff at Jubilee Park, Lincolnshire, have asked customers to stop wearing thongs or see-through garments. <gasps> see-through garments. <gasps> wow. Manager Joe Stanhope said the yearly phenomenon, which coincides with the raunchy ITV2 broadcast, has even been dubbed the Love Island effect. Despite some criticism, he said the intention was to raise awareness of the policy and avoid awkward situations. Um... Then it goes on to... T- Not to mention yeast infections. <laughs> then it goes on to describe what Love Island is. Listen. <laughs> this is the BBC website. Love Island is known for its cast of photogenic sorts who are usually seen sunning themselves in tropical climes while not wearing very much. Cast of photogenic sorts. Wow. Assault. And the fashions often seen, or rather not seen, on the popular show appear to have influenced bathers closer to home, according to Mr Stanhope. We've had a number of people in the last couple of weeks wearing thongs or swimwear that swimwear that hasn't been family friendly, he said. String probably just about covers it. I bet it doesn't, doesn't cover it. <laughs> Here we go. Go on, Wiley. The team's back. We've had to have a very polite conversation that it wasn't appropriate. He added, there's nothing offensive about thongs. They just aren't deemed in this country to be family friendly. Also... If you're going for a swim, they're not the easiest things to swim in, I would imagine. I mean, I've wo- I've worn them as an undergarment because sometimes you just don't want, you know, you don't want to double bum in certain things, oh, right? right? But um, no, it's not an action. It's not an action-friendly uh, garment. This BBC website. This is the BBC website. It's the news website, and you know they they pick a sentence to highlight the next few paragraphs. This next sentence is just your bum cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I got sacked for less than that. The post drew a number... So they posted on Facebook. The post drew a number of replies with some supporting the pool staff, while others were more salty in their response. Who wrote this? This is brilliantly written. Um, Oh, what a surprise. It doesn't give a credit to someone. No, because that's why someone's been allowed to go wild. I've got... So these are some of the responses. I've got the common sense to dress in something respectful for children to be able to see, but some people don't think about what they're wearing, one said. Should my three-year-old be seeing a skimpy thong? I don't think so. <laughs> My three-year-old would find it hilarious. Others said the ban was awful. People should be able to wear what they want, one wrote. But I've got no kids, so maybe that's why I think differently. Mm. The final comment. Another said... Did you post this? Go on. Another said... And this is how the story ends. Another said... Do it in my voice. Another said... It's just... I can't do it. Don't do it. Right. Another said... It's just your bum cheeks, isn't it? <laughs> they're right it's just your bum cheeks isn't it (laughs) it's only skin well this okay and this got me thinking i was thinking about this the other day and i can't remember why but it doesn't matter why you're thinking about bum cheeks no no no. well i was actually i like i I like bum cheeks but why okay okay this is a serious thing now okay why are bits of body rude right why are things that we are born with that we we apart from a few very certain situations you you can't change we've all got them i know you've got a vagina wow I know you've got... Don't tell anyone. I know you've got an, a bum hole. <laughs> I, I know you've got boobs. Sam, I'm, I know, I'm pretty sure you've got a penis, and I know that it's shaved down there, buddy. And I know he's got a bum hole, and he's got male nipples. I've got a penis. And nipples. I've got, I've got nipples. I've got balls. I've got a foreskin. Oh, God. No, but, but why is this all... But why is this? And I'm throwing these things out because I know it'll get a laugh, but... I'm not throwing my foreskin out because I know I'll go. <laughs> but why does... But why... Okay, here's the question. Why do people laugh at my foreskin? 
Why? Why is my foreskin funny? It sh why are my balls funny? Why does why, why does me going, oh, I touched my penis today, why do people laugh at my penis? Why is my bum hole such a secret? It shouldn't be. Oh, everyone's got a bum hole. Oh, you're, if you want to see my bum hole, you can see it. Why? Why? What, from space? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Lunchtime today, you probably could have done. <laughs> it was like the flipping um, channel tunnel. <laughs> Very, anyways, it's a tough Oh, thing. what a charming image. Um, but so why... Are, why are they rude? Why are genitals... Why are bits of our body rude? And I think I was thinking it because... Because of God. Well, the shaming thing. Yeah. Um, but that's... So that's not God, is it? So that's... that's the, the uh, Victorian? No, pre-Victorian. No, it's... Pre-Victorian. It's a patriarchal construct to keep us all under wraps. Ooh, we've got a professor in, have we? Um, is it... It's patriarchal, is it definitely? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because he has to be most under wraps. The chicks. Well, no. Because of the power of the woman. Well, yes and no. Yes, yes and no. Yes. Yes. I suppose so. Okay, but then why, if it was completely patriarchal, I'm not saying it's not, I don't know. Why can't I, why, why can't I get my dick and balls out and swing them out as I go around Tesco's? Well, I mean, you can, but you, I give it five minutes before you get no. wrestled to the ground. Um, well, but... Don't but, do it near the fruit. Well, well, I, I made the mistake of doing it by the frozen aisle. <laughs> That's your no, no one spotted. Um... And I was there for an hour. Now, but but why? Why a bit? And I tell you, why I was thinking this actually. I was extrapolating um, Gary Lineker because Gary Lineker what? has been criticised for swearing on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good tweet. He said, "I like swearing. Okay, obviously I don't swear when I'm doing the football because that would be inappropriate. But on Twitter, I swear. And if you're offended by the sounds that certain letters make together, then unfollow me. And it's a thing that we've talked about before." Why, how do such words, some words, handful of words, have such power? How does a noise from my throat and my mouth have have the power to humiliate, to bully, right. to, um, to, 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 you know, really upset people? Because it's all about conformity, isn't it? There have to be arranged rules to yeah. form a society. Everyone can yeah. say that's acceptable behaviour, that isn't acceptable But then why are, why are words, and, and I know the history of some of these words, I know where they come from, but why are why are words unacceptable? Sounds. And the thing is as well, I can say the C word, right? So I'm saying the C word. Everyone knows what that word is. Everyone's now got that word in their head flashing up in big letters, if you think visually, or hearing it. Yeah. The C word, the C it's word. It's a really powerful word. Um, but 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 I'm saying the C word, but I can't say the C word. You know, I can put that four-letter word in the head of everybody who's listening, but I can't actually say that word. That to me feels like a nonsense. Mm. It's a nonsense. It's 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 silly. Of course, I don't swear in front of my kids. You know, I don't swear because of appropriate behaviour. Because of because it would be inappropriate to say F in front. Now, there's another. I've put another four-letter word in everyone's head. The F word. I can't say it. But I can transmit it into your head, dear listener. It just feels weird. There are some parents who use all those words in front of their kids from the get-go. Mm. And they explain to their children what they are. And yep. they explain why some people don't like it. Yeah. And then they leave it to the kid to decide yeah. 
or to work out where it's acceptable and stuff. That's all groovy, I think, apart from when they're mixing with other people's kids who don't know those words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got told off at a, uh, my son's sixth birthday party because I said, um, I think I said, what the heck? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't use that word. But that's a euphemism for hell. Heck yeah. itself is a euphemism. Yeah. It's like flipping. We don't use that. No, 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 no. We don't use that word. Uh, and I, no, I we. went, okay. I'm thinking, we, we do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. But, but, but again, it's that, it, well, actually, that's a really good example. The word heck to me, and we know it's a euphemism fail, but the word heck to me is nothing. But this dad was upset that I'd said it in front of him and his kid. Yeah. So, so, so some words have that power and some don't, but, but, but can for different people. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess so I read that tweet from Gary Lineker and then I started thinking about naked people and how, um, you know, bums and willies and fannies and boobs, um, is the title of my autobiography coming out soon, actually, but are considered rude and naughty they are in this part of the world yeah. other parts of the world they'll put a great big flipping horn on the end of it to make it look even bigger uh, when, when prince of wales goes to one of the one of the commonwealth countries where all the women have got their boobs out you, uh, you've got to love that haven't you and, gotta love it and those early national geographics were yeah. used by a lot of people oh yeah as porn for cowards yeah well i don't necessarily cowards it's, it's hard to come by porn well Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Sorry, a bit of a tangent there. Sam, Gary, stay there. Come to you in a bit. Uh, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, uh, only on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Guys, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, my phone has just died, so we'll um, we'll get that up in about ten minutes or so. In the meantime, you can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. I don't know if the app works now. I don't know, but you can download the app, or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Sam. Good evening, and how are you? Uh, I've had a lousy, lousy day. If you want to know, uh, well, I do want to know. I'm, I'm not so hot either, but. There we go. What can you do? What can, what can you do? Keep on keeping on. You can. What you, got, what you got for us, Sam? Well, have you ever had a dog, Ian? Uh, yes, I have, yes. You have. Have you ever had a dog with a cruciate ligament injury? I don't believe I have, no. Yeah, unfortunately my dog's got one. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's uh, one of those bloody things where you can't really get it fixed unless they have surgery. Yeah. So it's bloody a surgical procedure. Yeah. And it's playing on my mind a bit, you know. Yeah. Well, but, why why is it playing on your mind? The the, the worry about the operation. Poss- yeah, but you know, I mean, it's so I'm disabled, yeah. right? So right. And then so what? A lot of, sorry. So so what? Well, the, the issue is, it's not the surgery. It's like afterwards, you've got to look after the dog. Oh, okay, right. I see. You see, right. and yes. there's a lot of involved. You've got to kind of you know, do a lot of therapy with a dog and so on. Oh. And yeah, so it's, it's um. Yeah, it's not easy, and when you're disabled and you've got to kind of look after it, it takes it out of you. Uh, there yeah. you go. No, I can, un- I can understand that, but um, well, I don't understand. What, what, what therapy have you got to do with them? Well, apparently you've got to do lots of massage on the leg, I mean, from what I've been reading. Can you, um, well, can you massage? How are your hands and your arms? Do they, do they work not, not effectively? Not great. Not great, not great. <laughs> no, okay. not, not great. Well, is there oh, a dog, bit of dog massage? There is, have you got a friend or someone that could help you, Sam? Well, my wife, she's also got a disability. No. So we're, we're a pair, pair of uh, 
half functioning people if you want to put it that. Hang on, what bit? What bits of her don't work? Because I'm wondering if we can make a full a fully functioning human being out of the both of you. There must be so... Maybe you could ask the vet to sew you two together. I don't know... I don't know how it works. Well, I... I, I <laughs> well, I'm thinking the human centipede. That might, might yeah. be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen that movie? Wh- which movie? The Human Centipede. Oh, God, you dirty yeah. boy. No, I haven't. I don't ever want to see it, for crying out loud. I've seen the first one. I've never seen the second no, one. No, that's is the one where someone's mouth is sewn up onto someone's bottom, that's and then right, that person's yeah. mouth is sewn up to someone's yeah, bottom. It. It's ad infinitum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, oh, you amazing. bulk at that. You were just saying just now that bottoms are only skin. What were you so worried about? But I don't want to, and and <laughs> um, I'd, let's not go there. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So, okay. Well, do, do, can, is she physically able to massage your dog? Well, my wife's got fibromyalgia right. um, as well as connective tissue disease. Uh oh. So, it, it, I mean, she gets a lot of joint pain and so on. So, yeah, we, we, and as well as she's also got mental health problems and lots of lots of stuff going on. Okay, so, have you got a neighbour or a friend or a family member that could come over and, and mass- no. I can't say massage your dog. It sounds ridiculous, but I know it's not. Is there anyone that could help you massage your dog? Not really. I, I think I might have to fork out some cash and get get. No, no, you're not gonna. You're not gonna find a dog masseuse, are you? Are you? Well, are there's, you? There's, there's a there's a hydrotherapy place, um, not too far from where we live. For dogs, so I'm gonna. Have, I'm, I'm that part of the therapy anyway. Hydrotherapy. That's what you put them in the swimming pool. That's right, because it takes wow. the stress off the leg. You see. Wow, this is wonderful and nuts. And now I see why you are so worried about it. Yeah. Um, cats and cash. And luckily we've got pet insurance. Well, no, here's the thing, man. Don't even say luckily, because cause, um, pet insurance is expensive, but it ain't as Help expensive me. as paying for medicine and no. paying for um, operations. In fact, I've got to put a claim that, in for that's the That's the trouble, and, and, and I think the leg surgery is somewhere in the region of two and a half thousand. Yeah, oh, I bet. And then like some. That. everybody who's yeah. got a dog or a cat, and, you, you know, if you want to have it for a long time, get Trust pet me. insurance, man. Get pet <laughs> yeah. insurance. Yeah, luckily we have it. So Good for you. Well done. I'm, 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 it's 38 quid a month at the moment, but I'm sure that will go up next year once they realise we've got a claim coming in. Really? How old is the dog? She's six and a half. She's not that old. Because um, I've got... Um, I'm trying to work out... I can't remember what it is for my dog. Um, I can't remember how much it is, but it sounds... I think mine's a little bit less than that. Yeah. Well, they put it up every year. Yes. And the trouble is I haven't done any shopping around. <laughs> shop around well, no, right you're getting on my nerves now shop around while you're looking for dog masseuse is <laughs> shop around for cheaper dog insurance you'll get you'll, no, you'll get I'll, cheaper than that definitely but the trouble is now she's got an injury she's got pre-existing conditions oh, now you're buggered but yeah this, this is the trouble i should have shopped around before yeah i've, I've really shopped i mean how before. how all right i'm gonna ask something that's gonna sound cold sam how, oh, how how you know attached are you to this dog very really i, I love really she, she's my baby. Look, look, I'm disabled, my disabled. We chose not to have children because, for sensible reasons, you yeah, know, I mean, okay. we made a choice and, you know, so we have, our pets are our babies. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, you that, that All right. Of, uh, I, I had to ask that question. So, Sam, you know, say, there, say there, because yeah. Simon, 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 you've got some advice for injured pets, have you? Well, no, no, no. I, um, I had the same thing happen with my dog, Chris. All right. Yeah. It's very common, very common. What sort of dog is it? She's a staffy... Well, we, <laughs> we, we had, we had a, a DNA test done 
on the, to see what breed she was. Because we know she's Staffy, but we thought she might be Staffy Cross, but it came back purebred Staffy. But right. we thought but she, she might be... Yeah, the small, small terrier, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she's well, I've had it, kilos. I've got, right, well, I've got a Jack Russell um, who had it, and my parents had a Yorkshire Terrier that had it. So it's, yeah. it's a terrier... Um, not just terriers, but it, it seems to happen a lot with terriers. You don't have a thing to worry about. Um, my dog had it, had a cruciate for, or about a, a failing cruciate for the best part of a year and a half, and yeah. the vet kept putting it off and off and off because obviously it's quite major surgery. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he kept trying to give her various medications and anti-inflammatories and things like that. Um, and in the end, I, I just said, look, you've got to do this. You've got to do this, right? So she went under, and best thing I ever did, because you wouldn't even know that she'd ever had a problem there. And you don't have to do all a load of massaging and aftercare. you just got to be sensible. Just well, gentle walks, yeah. gentle walks, um, and the dog will pretty much do the rest on its own. Well, I mean, that's um, that's really what I was worried about, all the aftercare and... No, you know, hardly any. Uh, no, hardly any. All you got to do, I mean, they won't even... She shouldn't, or the dog shouldn't even go near the uh, the wound. Um, and, and will and she get to wear a funnel on her head? She will. Yes, funnel, man! <laughs> that is when animals... Animals not, are at their best when they're wearing a funnel. <laughs> not necessarily. Oh. Not necessarily. Because my vet gave me that option and said yes probably don't um wait and see how she is with the wound before you do that yes. that's quite distressing for them anyway and um and she didn't need it so you might not necessarily have to okay. catherine to you're going to say to... something i was just thinking a funnel might be quite handy around here at the oh moment. yes man <laughs> and you can do with me what you do with dogs you can throw treats and they can just spin around <laughs> in the funnel and you can't get them yeah that'll be awesome <laughs> hey simon listen thank you for that sam wh when's the operation it's uh, the 8th and so 9th and 10th of July. All right. Well, listen, best of luck, man. Let us know how it goes. Uh, one more quick thing, Ian, yes. before I go. Yes, Sam. It's about potholes. Have, have, you, ever, have you ever grown tomatoes? Uh? Look at the camera. It's not there. Uh, um, Hi, why? Have you got a tomato that's going in for an operation? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm growing tomatoes. Yes. Right? I'm, I'm, you know they sell them in shops now. I, I, I know that. Okay. And, but, but the thing is, like... I'm, <laughs> I love tomatoes. I eat tomatoes all out in the bloody... I just eat a lot of I tomatoes. Only, I only like baby tomatoes. I don't like the big, fat, juicy ones that you eat like an apple. I don't like those. No, I, I love big tomatoes. Well, I'm having the baby ones. You have the, you have the, you have the, uh, the apple tomatoes. I'm having the baby tomatoes. Well, I'm, I'm growing tomatoes at the moment. And, you know, being disabled, it, it, it's not easy to water the bloody... Hang on a minute. 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 Right. I get the disabled thing about not being able to massage a dog. No, How no, does no, being no, disabled no, stop no, you no, growing no, tomatoes? Listen to me. I'm listening. This, I Apparently you're disabled. I can't lift a freaking watering can. Like that, that, Spit on my, them. My arm. <laughs> Spit my on them, man. I, I can't lift the watering can, right? All right, all right, all right. But, so I've, I've, I've got six bloody tomato plants. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. I have to fill a little tiny bottle, right? Yeah. Backward and forward, backward and forward, about half a dozen times. Yeah. You haven't so thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a pain in the ass. I'm seriously regretting growing tomatoes. Why don't you use a hose pipe? Because
because I can't bloody use one. Oh. What? Can, I, can you not attach it, it to your chair? And... bloody wills, you see. <laughs> I tell you what, disabled people have got very bloody bad language, They're very they? bloody naughty. But, but which bad language? Bloody? Bloody hell, that's not bad, Andy. You want to hear what I talk, ah. what I talk about? No, here um, you go. Here's an interesting thing, though. D- I know some people, older people, but some people would be really offended by bloody. Mm. Would be really... We're talking about swearing a minute ago, Sam. I don't know if you heard it. Yeah, uh, I did hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But some people would be really offended by bloody. I, I mean, know, like, I, really I, offended, because it's a religious thing. It's, it's um... Well, it's it, the, the blood of Christ. Blood of Christ, isn't it? So people... Is that, is that where it came from? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there will be some... There will be older people and quite devout Christians. I don't know how devout. Some, some Christians... Would be really offended by the use of the word bloody. Would be really offended by the use of the word. Oh God! You've been very bloody. Oh, he's so bloody. <laughs> can can you not? Catherine makes a good point. Can you not? I I I think you're you're playing the old um, disabled card a little oh, heavy. Can me. you not no, attach? No, 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 no. Can um, you not I, attach a hose pipe to your uh, your forehead or something? <laughs> the, the problem I've got right is is the hose pipe gets wrapped around my wheels, right? Mm. So I, I, it gets caught up and. It's just a bit of a nightmare, and, and it's difficult to handle. And Can you not get way. one of those Wi-Fi hoses where it's like Wi-Fi. a short... Did I dream this? Yes. It's like a short bit of hose, that, so it's like about an, an inch, six well, inches long, and, and, and the water comes via the Wi-Fi. See, there's no such... But listen, listen. Is there not? Okay. I, I, sorry, I bought sorry, sorry, one, sorry. You know one of those thing. pressure things. You pump it up. If you get a bottle of, oh, you can pump it up! A super soaker. <laughs> you know those bottles you get, and you, you pump them up with pressure... Then, you, then you've got a little squirter. Yes. You know the ones? Yes. Well, I bought one of those from Aldi or Lidl or wherever it was. Yes. And, and the bastard... Sorry, I can't... There we well, go! There you go! There we go! <laughs> the Blue Badge <laughs> Brigade are banned! He softens us up with bloody, sorry, then he and I, with that. I won't swear again. It's all right, I'm teasing you. I've got this stupid thing, and the hose pipe was kinked on it. The little, the little pipe that connects the bottle yes. to the... Oh, and it's no. kinked, so I've got to take the stupid thing back. And that can't be easy with, with you being disabled. Well, I, I drive, so it's not that big a deal. Well, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't complain about everything. No, I'd say, I'm teasing you. You're being a. You're being a very good sport, and you've got every right to tell me to get <laughs> knotted tonight, Sam. No, you. you hey, I listen. Am, I'm very tolerant, I'm, and I'm. You're, I'm you're a good sport. Take the mickey out myself. But listen, I, I wish you the very, very best of luck with the dog. Um, give us a call and let us know how it goes. And it is, it's worrying when they go for for a, my my cat. Hey. It's my cat um, stopped eating from. Didn't eat for a month, and then she was sent away for. And they couldn't work out what was wrong with her. And it's it's heartbreaking and it's worrying. But um, it is worrying. She, your dog will be all right, man. I'm sure of it. Thank you. Well, you look after yourself, Ian, and you take care, mate. And Thank I'm, you, Sam. Take care, mate. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, oh, oh. Just a heads up, guys. There is a new series of Portlandia out there, which is Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I only discovered it when I was in America. And I turned on my Netflix and season eight, season eight? Released um, June to March 2018. Whoa. Then I came back home to watch it, and of course it wasn't available on British Netflix. But if you know where to look to find, you know, um, uh, American television shows that aren't available over here, it's here. I think there's only eight episodes, maybe 12, and um, we watched one yesterday, and they're only 22 minutes long, so we could have done three, but I, I, I want to savour them. I, want, I don't want to binge them. I want to spread them out over a period of time. It's such a funny show. Carl McLaughlin as the mayor. And, um, oh, who was in it? Who was, uh, who was the pop singer? 
that was in it. Oh, uh, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins was in it. Johnny Marr was in an episode once, wasn't he? Trying yeah. to get a bike. And so was um, your fella that always plays himself. Oh. oh, cool. Goldblum. Yes. And Nesmith was in it as well. Anyway, it's flipping brilliant. I, 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 go and find Portlandia. I don't know if any of them are on Netflix anymore. They were. British Netflix. It's such a deliciously, um, slightly surreal... Well, it's kind of a sketch show, really, but they, they link it with the, the, the narrative of it all being set in this town. And it's so good, man. So good. 0344... 499-1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Gatford. Hello. Hello, Gatford. Hello there. Um, I had one of those teachers at school, you know, the sort of, like, look, that doesn't do discipline. It's sort of like, mm. um, instead, when, 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 so like when, when one of us swore in class, instead of like, oh, my goodness, you know, overreaction. Yes. It would kind of go, oh, do you know what that means? Oh, so you get the history of the word. Indeed. So that's where I found out about bloody and things like that. You know, I yeah. just, I didn't, I, I had no idea at sort of 9, 11, 12, sort of what it was. At, you know, you had no idea about 9, 11? What are you talking about? <laughs> 9, 10, 11. I missed a number out. Okay. Um, and, and so he would do this. And then he would, he would leave us with, yes. I think he was only a supply teacher. Yeah. And he would say, it doesn't matter what you say, it's how and to whom you say it. Well, that's incorrect. No, no, I know, I know that now. So I would always think, you know, because whenever someone would swear on television or in real life, I would think, well, that's terrible. Yes. Even if it was just like someone saying drat. What? Well, yeah, but he would like to say, oh, drat, you know, or go to hell. You yeah. know, sort of very... Because if I were to say to you what I really want to say to you... Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, w- yeah. I would get taken off of the air. Mm. And I might, and I'm still, by the way, still Ofcom free, guys. That last one didn't stick. Don't, because every time we do that... It was a close one. Yeah. It was the closest, and it didn't stick. In your face. Not oh, in Kath. your face. Not fair on Kath, come on. Not fair on Kath. No. Um, um, okay. So, yeah, so I, I, I sort of spent sort of early teenage years, yes. even a quite sheltered, thinking yeah. it doesn't really matter. So, as you say, there's that wonderful moment when... And I know what you mean about words sounding a certain way. Yes. There is that wonderful moment when you are released and free to use a swear word in any context. Yep, yep. But it's great. But I don't like it when other people do it. I am offended myself. I I don't swear religiously myself. But when I hear other people do it, it does make me go, ooh, don't do that. Um, Here we go. Here's a phone in for you. Here's a phone in for you. Uh, And we'll give out the phone number. Um, things that other people do that dis- that disappoint you, right? And I'll tell you the thing that, that, that what, what I can be getting on with people. I remember th- this happening at school. Or I, but I can be out now. I can be getting on with people. And um, you know, I've just met, and they say, and, we have to say um, and they go, I'm just going to pop outside for a quick ziggy. And I think, oh, you're a smoker. And it really, it, yeah. and it should, because I was a smoker for a long time, but I just think, Oh, you're a smoker. I've gone off you a little bit. Oh, I had a little niggle with someone today. Yes. I was, um... It's not the old man you flipped the bird to. That was yesterday. I'm not sorry about that. Okay. Um, parked up in a space with no, um, cars either side. Yes. And as I'm getting out to, um... Well, I was letting my youngest get out the other side of the car. I was holding the car door for her. Someone pulls up in the car next to us. Yeah. And instead of waiting for us to get clear... Oh, no. She got out and she pushed past. Uh And she was going... She actually did this. I'm quicker than you. I'm quicker than you. A grown woman. A grown 
woman. Hang on. So what? So what? She drove her car into the she, space she, next she, to you. Yeah. So she parked up next to us. And normally, if there's someone standing there getting out of their car, you, you wait. wait before you open your car door, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. got out, and she not only got out, but she also pushed past us as yeah. I'm trying to get my daughter Ooh. out of the car, making me having to close my door onto my daughter's leg virtually. Oh, and also, no. in a sing-song voice, I'm quicker than you, I'm quicker How than you. How old was she? Older than me. I would have slashed her tyres. I was staggered. That's outrageous. And then I was thinking afterwards, oh, chill out, Catherine, it's nothing. And then oh. I was thinking, no, actually, it's bloody rude. Yeah. I've got a slight confession. It was you. No, no, no. Um, yesterday, I got into an argument. We've got, uh, where I work, there's like a little gate, and you can't park on in front of the gate. Of it's like, not. you know, yeah. private property. Yeah. Various people do that, because like, there's a row of shops. And some woman did it yesterday, and I knew it was like about five o'clock, so I know my colleagues are coming out of this gate any minute now. So I said, did you know this is a, you know, not a parking space? And she said, well, I'm not parking, I've got the engine on. Oh! Oh, legal technicality! So I said, well, that doesn't really matter, because you've exited the car. Yeah. You know, and I said, doesn't matter, you know, so obviously just left it. I said, you need to move your car. And then it was the whole, are oh, you a traffic warden, what's this got to do with you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then at the end of it, I slightly lost my temper and did tell her to go away in an unpolite way. Oh, God. And as I walked away, I had this overwhelming urge to go back and kick her wing mirror off. Oh. Like, yeah. I really wanted to. It was lucky mm. the bus came. Yeah. Because I really well, wanted hang on, to hang, do hang it. On a minute, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang, hang on a minute. Okay. Hang yeah. on a minute, please. Okay. What was this gate got to do with you? It's where I work. So right. it's my okay. colleagues right. who have cars and drive. Okay, right. That's so how they come out. Come in and out of there, right. And, and yep. was anyone, ex- were you expecting anyone to leave there? Yeah, I, I think I'd said goodbye to someone who said, I'm just going to the car park. So, and it's five o'clock, so there's people okay. coming so, so, out so, so, Okay, so, so it's home time. And yep. she, she, where, what, where was this woman going? She was. Get, she went afterwards into one of the shops, so she wasn't just leaving. She was clearly not having. Oh, to she's pay. a dick. She's a dick. Yeah, she wasn't. She's a dick. A parking spot. She was just leaving her car and causing a scene because she no. thought I would then go away, which I did. As she rushed away, did she say, "I'm quicker than you. I'm quicker than you"? Because it sounds very familiar. <laughs> That's a, this woman is outrageous, Gary. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Things, small things that that shouldn't really bother you, but that other people do. And you go, oh, I've gone right off you. Yeah. yeah. Oh. She was going to the same school as me as well. With really? Kit. Yeah, her daughter had the same school bag with the school's oh. name on it. And uh, I, I did look at her a lot was in the Was she saying I'm quicker to, than you to you or to her daughter? Well, oh, exactly. Oh, oh, was she saying it to her daughter? No, no. Oh, no, her oh, daughter hadn't got out of the car yet. Well, she was pushing oh, past us and she was singing it to oh, us. Was she not singing it to her daughter in the car? I'm no. quicker than you, I'm quicker than you. No. Oh, how do you she know She was saying that? it to us. She how looked, do you know that? She looked me in the eye and said it. How do you know that? Because she was saying, I'm getting past. Did she say, I'm getting she past? She said, I'm quicker than you, I'm quicker than you. She was looking at me. You should have decked her. Well. And kicked her wind I was just, in. you know, I'm quite lippy, but it was one of those moments where I, I was flabbergasted by just the outrageous no. cheek. But then I sort of watched her in the playground, and I think she's a bit of a scumbag. There we go. Excellent stuff. Good mumming there. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening, Wasim. I didn't, I didn't say anything to my daughter, so I am better than <laughs> her. Evening, yeah. You're better, evening. Than her. You're better, better than her. You're better than her. Guess what, Wasim? Yeah, mate. How's it going? How's your head? Uh, a little bit sore, man. A little bit sore. You know, I can't believe Kasifa's actually making fun of you. That's just... I can't believe crazy, you're stirring, and it's only been, what, 30 seconds? Yeah, come on, man. Peace and love. Peace and love. Uh, I'm not staring. Um, yeah, you are. Okay, people that are annoying me. I mean, <clears throat> people who smoke in their car with the windows open fully. Yeah. You know, you know when you're driving and someone's got the windows open and yeah. you smell the fumes coming out of the cars. Yeah. I don't mind if it's weed. 
but so, because weed's actually quite nice. Well, but, yeah, but if someone's driving, smoking weed, that's another problem, isn't it? Yeah, but the thing is, uh, for me, it's really nice because I get a nice smell coming towards me. Yeah, but the, but but you're you, driving behind a stoned person. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be. You wouldn't want to to be driving behind someone who's smoking weed. No, I don't really mind, mate. Well, well, yeah, except that okay. um, anything. How about if they were having a beer? Well, beer is a different thing because they, you can't drink and drive, can you? No. I, well, you can't drink and, sm- and take drugs either. That's against the law, isn't it? Yes. Mate, you should see where I live. Everyone does it. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're having two different arguments there. Um, you, whether, whether everyone does it or not is irrelevant. It, to, to, to drive and take drugs is also illegal. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, I don't do it myself, but I know people who do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and it's illegal. I, I mean, I used to smoke weed back in the day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's great. I don't know why you're ig- ignoring and sometimes denying deal, the mate. main it's thrust. Only of, it's only a bit of grass, mate. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's illegal. And yeah, and well, also, you know any... I mean, Sorry? I mean, you know when, when really rich people uh, live in central London and, you know, politicians, when I mean, they take coke and stuff... Right. No, no one yeah, that's it. Yeah, no. I, I, that's Ill- that's illegal to do that while you're driving or to drive under the influence of cocaine. Yes, that's illegal. I, 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 I'm speaking out about it now. Well, I don't know why you're trying to turn this into either a a race thing or be a class thing. It's not a race thing. Okay, then why are you ch- trying to turn it? In, why are you turning it into a class thing? I'm just talking about it, man. I'm just talking that you know whenever poor people do something, it's like it's like headline news. No, Were they poor the rich then? Do it. Were they poor? What about poor people who smoke with the windows open? Cigarettes? Well, cigarettes are just like a disgusting habit, to be honest. No, but uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing you're you're completely denying, and I don't understand why. um, (laughs) uh, uh, People who who take drugs, people who take any mood-altering substance before or while they're driving, it's illegal. Yeah, it is illegal, mate. And it's wrong. But the smell of weed, for me personally... Well, the smell of weed I, I is... OK, well, why don't you go and... Um, why, OK, well, go and buy some and l- l- have a little little thing going in your house. Yeah. Or go well, and walk past... What, I wouldn't say what I do like. I do like Julia Hartley Brewer's take on feminism. Sorry? I think Julia Hartley Brewer, when she talks about feminism, that's good. <laughs> this conversation is all over the place. You sure you're not high? <laughs> I think the guy that you've been smelling in the car in front of you smoking the weed is actually you. You're so high, you think you're in the car behind. Mate, I, I, I don't do drugs. And drugs and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a good boy. I, mate, I wouldn't say this very often. Maybe you should start doing drugs, because you're talking nonsense, I man. I do. I do drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm on the drug of life. <laughs> Thanks very much for calling. It's not working for you, mate. Were you just telling him to kill himself? No. Oh. Same, whatever that drug is, he wants to change it up. He called it the drug of life. Yeah. The drug of life. Man alive. Thank you, Wassi. Oh, th- the, for the first time um, in two hours, the switchboard is empty, which gives me a few minutes. We'll, we'll take some more calls, obviously, after midnight. Um, what have we talked about so far? We've talked about spoon bending, yes. drugs. Um, culling owls. Culling owls. Oh, yeah, we're, g- we're going to kill all owls. Um, Portlandia, Urigella, uh, Love Island. Oh, and what's what's so secret about uh, Ian's bumhole? Oh yeah, why why are bits of why are bits of our body considered obscene? I just don't I just don't get it. Why why flappy bits of flesh uh, are considered outrageous? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, now's an excellent time to tell you of um, some uh, ways you can get involved with the show. The uh, the the late night alternative journal has been sent out. The, the logbook has been sent out. No, still in my bag. 
I nearly saw them. Why is it not? Why, why didn't... Are you going to... Well, I'll take it tonight. I'll send it tomorrow then. I'll send it. Well, you, you're going to send it today. I'm genuinely a bit pissed off because okay. I thought you were going to send it. I was going to send it today, but then things happened. Oh, yeah. No, they're fair play. Then I got caught out by the red tops. All right. Fair play. I'll let you off. Um, you, you were being supportive to me, so I take back my... Uh, yeah, my, silly me. I, I what a waste of time that was. <laughs> Sorry to make you so cross. Um, I take it back. I sucked it back down. It's been a really crappy day. Uh, okay, so that'll get sent out tomorrow. Um, but if you want to come and see me and Catherine argue uh, on stage, in actual person, instead of just arguing in the studio, you can do. We're um, in Manchester on July the 28th. We are in Edinburgh, I think, on Saturday the 1st of September. 30 tickets in a 240-seater venue. Glasgow, the Sunday the 2nd of September. 30 tickets in the venue that holds 170. And there's also Bath and there's also Brighton as well. If you want a full list of shows, um, go to ianlee.com slash events or ianlee.com and click on events uh, and you'll see all of the events that we've got so far. And if you click on those links, you can go and buy the tickets. I think there's a handful left for Manchester. Um, We stick around afterwards and have pictures and things like that done if you want to do that. Um, There's there's absolutely hundreds, literally about 400 tickets left for the two Scottish shows. Literally about 400 tickets. So, really... Um, get them quick. Get them quick. Get them quick before we cancel it. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, and don't forget there are podcasts. You can go and get the Rabbit Hole podcast, which is a live show that me and Catherine do. You got... I'll give... Go on, you get that then. Um, you can... If you can get that on iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider, you know, you type in Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. And there's also a best of that we release every day from this show. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Little fella, you're so tired. You can hardly lift your head. But you want to hear a story. Before you go to bed So if you'll be quiet And listen patiently I'll sing you a song That my mother sang to me Little cowboy Put your saddle in the barn Tie your horse up tight so we'll know no harm Put your hat and your gun Beside you on the chair Don't forget you got to say little friend Little cowboy You better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for around the time you know If you want to be a cowboy You better rest a while Cowboy baby of the old corral Little cowboy baby of the old corral Oh yes don't forget, we've got Harry Nilsson will be joining us live on the phone from Los Angeles on Friday night. Harry Nilsson on this show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. And what's your name? Catherine Boyle. That's the lad. Uh, we are here Mondays to Fridays, ten o'clock at night until one o'clock, uh, and then Paul Ross comes in and takes over. It's a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show, in that you can call in and talk about whatever you want. We've talked about. Um, God and about uh, being disabled and watering tomatoes and massaging dogs and drugs and um, Uri Geller and spoon bending and um, uh, the culling of that, all of those things. 
You're welcome to pick up the phone and call in about those things. Or you can call in about something else. It can be a big news story. It can be a small news story. It can be something that's happened to you. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand cost you pennies, probably free. You speak to Sam; he'll take your name and number and call you straight back. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm getting the vibe that you want to say something. You lent forward. Uh, well, no, I don't want to. I don't want to distract if you've got something more important to say. But I was going to try and give you some. Um, no. I don't know. Some. Uh, no. What's the word? Blowjobs. No. Well, sorry. Make you feel better. Okay. Not like that. Um, in about the owl thing. Let, let's do that in a second. Let's speak to Jamie, yeah. and then we'll have the we'll have the owl thing. Thank you. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Hello. What have you got for us? I, uh, yeah, I was just listening. I'm not really happy with what you've been saying about uh, cannabis. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't see the problem with it at all. Okay. And um, um, what? Sorry. What did what did I say was the problem with it? Uh, you call them druggies, I believe. Okay. I, I, I didn't. But go on. What was the specific? Yeah, yeah, you, you did. They clearly had clearly been uh, referring to people with druggies who smoke it. Okay. But uh, I believe you, you, you smoke mostly drink twenty coffees a day. Sorry. Do you drink coffee? Right. Okay. Specifically, what did I say about um, about weed that was that has upset you? Not about the people that use it, but about the, about the drug itself. Uh, that you said that it's, it's illegal, that you said that right. you're basically... Right. Stop, 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 we'll do it one at a time. You've got plenty, Jamie, you've got plenty of time in the world, and I think you'll need it. Okay. Um, okay. What was wrong with me saying it's illegal? Because you know, you know it is illegal, so that's actually factually correct, yeah? Okay, but my, my question... Next is point. Why, why next point. That, well, ah, that's a different question! That's a different okay, that's question. My, that's my next question, then. Why no. is it illegal? Well... I don't know why it's illegal, but it's illegal. What I'm saying is factually correct. Not really, though. Well, no, well, no, really, literally, it is factually correct. I know, but if you're, if you're coming with facts, then surely you should know why. No, no, you don't have to with facts. You don't. Uh, that's that's what a fact is. You don't have to know why with facts. It's a fact. <laughs> it's, to me, it just seems a bit silly. To be honest, I just think you're. You're picking on cannabis has never ever killed anyone. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm not doing the stoner phoning because go, go and phone LBC or BBC London. We don't do that here. But that's a, what you've just been talking about. No, we haven't. We've been talking about th- things that irritate you. And a, a guy said, th- "What the re- Jesus? Are you really that thick, dude?" Right. The guy I'm really that thick. My question to you is: Why do you keep calling? It, why do you keep referring it as? People that smoke are druggies. I don't think I did, but my, my question to you is, what have I said that's factually incorrect? I've said it's illegal, and it's illegal. Yeah, but that's not my, that's not my argument. No, your argument was that I'd said... You, your argument was that I You had never s- let me get my argument. You just picked up on the first thing that I said and said, that's my yeah, argument. Yeah, I'm really sorry for picking up on the first thing that you said and pointing out that it's, it's, it's factually I- incorrect and flawed. I'm sorry for that. Let's start again, Jamie. But this time, this time... Um, just really focus on what you're saying, okay? And only say the things that you want me to pick up on. Try again. I don't, I don't really know what you're trying to get. No, you, you don't, because I'm... you're thick. I'm thick. What do you mean I'm thick? Well, what, what do, what, what do you mean I'm thick? What do you mean I'm thick? I've told you, I'll tell you why you're thick, because I've, I've said, let's start again. Dude, I'm not the one flying out, I'm not the one putting out facts and don't know the, the meanings behind them. Okay, okay. You're half right. You're not putting out facts. <laughs> I didn't think about it. At the end of the day, yeah, I've got to think about it because it wasn't English. At the end of the day, cannabis. There's nothing wrong. 
People smoke it. No, Jamie, 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 Jamie. I used to smoke a load of weed. Trust me, I used to love it, man. But what, what I've said, what I've said is 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 factually correct. It's illegal. Well, how can you argue with a fact? Now, if you want to take it on to a different thing of, yeah, but why is it illegal and should it be illegal? Well, that's a different thing. And do you know what? I couldn't, I, I genuinely couldn't care either way. I couldn't care. Yeah, it should probably be legal. There you go. It's done. So why have, I don't understand why you've been taking calls and saying, been having arguments if you agree with it. I, I've only been taking calls and having arguments with you. No, you had a person who called before. That's the reason why I called. Right. Well, you obviously weren't listening properly. You're the well, only person I've argued with about w- whether cannabis should be legal or not. And even then, I haven't argued about that because I don't care, but I err on the side it probably should be. But I just don't care about it. Right, then I don't know why, why your person that's calling me is putting me through. Because you I called him. It's not, Sam, it's, not, it's not Sam's job to phone up and say, sorry, mate, you're too thick for this show. You, you called up to come on. If he hadn't put you on, you'd have been saying you've been denied your free speech. What? No, don't ever go out. Don't ever go. No, because, and I refer you back to my previous statement about oh, your oh, mental oh, capacity. Oh, oh, I've asked you a question. I've asked you a question if uh, we should be legal. You start going on about freedom of speech. Like, what are you on about? Right, Jamie, I've told you, I don't care whether it's legal or not, it, it, I, I err on the so side. Why are you holding a show, why are you holding a show that people can call in and talk about anything if you don't care about what people are calling in about? Well, I, people can call in... You're talking facts that you know nothing about. Well, I, no, I'm, I'm talking you, you, facts. No, 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 you're humbling, stumbling. I'm humbling and stumbling. Don't hold a show, don't hold a show, and then when someone calls you to talk about topics, topic, start telling them that... They're thick and you don't really want to talk about it. When no, no, the last conversation Jamie, you had was about it. Jamie, first of all, I didn't say this is you really need to listen, mate. Put down the spliff or put down the bong and listen, okay? <laughs> this, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. You refer to me now. You're trying to put me down as I'm a druggie so you can have an offer on the conversation. Go on, just say what you want to say. Actually, do you know what I'm going to say? And I don't often say this. Pick up the spliff and have a drag because you need to chill out, man. I don't need to chill. I'm chilled. I, don't, I just don't understand why I'm phoning up and you're calling me an idiot in 30 seconds. Well, because you're thick. On what basis? The fact that you've understood very, very little. You're having an argument about something that we're not well, arguing. I don't understand ab- that you're telling me that uh, weed's illegal in the UK. We did well. T- let me let me break the news to you, Jamie. Bad news, fella. It's illegal in the UK. Right. Okay. You, have you got that right. point now? Ten minutes in, you've got that point, right? Okay. Fine. Yeah. The second point was I don't even know what your second point was, and I bet you don't even remember. No, I just no. I remember clearly. I said, "Why? I, why what? Why is it illegal?" Oh, I don't know. And I've told you, I don't care whether it's legalized or not. I err on the side oh, that well, it. Don't pro- you think before you refer you refer to people to pick up the bong or put down the bong, you should maybe to have a little look into it, mate. I've I, I've done. I, okay, let me let's. C- could you do me a favour? Can you get your dick out? Because I'm going to get mine out, and we're going to measure them. We're going to measure Jamie, our listen, dicks. Just please, please, please. It's not about corny jokes. Ja- Jamie, Jamie, just... Jamie, Jamie. We're going to measure our dicks, right? I've smoked yeah. way more weed than you could ever begin to afford in your life. All right. So trust me, I've done the research. I have done the research. I've done more research than you have ever done. I've smoked some of the best weed in the world, and I've smoked some of the r- most rubbery hash in the world. I've I've done okay, it all. So what, so what, what strain now currently is holding the, the most? I don't know because I haven't I haven't smoked weed right, for so fourteen years. I'll be quiet then, mate. Honestly, sorry. You don't talk about weed in the eighties to weed now. Weed in the eighties. Do your maths again. 
Oh, mate, I don't really care. <laughs> no, well, well, hang on a minute. Why are you talking about something you don't really care about? We're going round in circles. Oh, no, you've just gone on and you just gave me literally this is your life on your weed career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've done more research than you could ever hope to do, and I've reached my own conclusions. Well, which are? Well, I've, I've told you them. You've just not listened. You don't well, want to listen. Pick. You don't want to listen, Jamie. Mate, at the end of the day, I, think, I just think it's pathetic. What is pathetic? The fact that you're an idiot, or the fact that you can't listen to my conversation? You sit there, you drink 20 coffees a day, you smoke 20 fags. I don't smoke. If you have a headache, you take painkillers. Jamie, 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 you phoned up up to have an argument with someone. It's a joke. I've I've not used the phrase. I've not. You can smoke 20, you you can smoke 20. Jamie. The only thing you'll do is go to the fridge. Jamie. You take 20 eyes. Hello, Jamie. Here's, Here's the thing. When I used to hang out with stoners, they weren't as rude as you. Now, listen. Can you remember what I said was my views on the legalisation of weed? Can you remember that? Try and focus in on it. But then you're... I don't know. Try and focus focus in on it, Jamie. You can do this, man. I've got faith in you. There's someone in there. Can you remember... I've said it three times, at least. Can you remember what my views were on the legalisation of weed? Yes. Repeat. Repetez-vous, s'il vous plaît. That you... That they should be legalised. That what? That it should be legalised. Yeah, that I don't care, but generally I think it should be legalised. So, why are you arguing with me about the legalisation of weed? I tend to agree with you, dude. You, you, you're looking for, a, for an argument that you, you just isn't here. No, but you keep, you keep making pot jokes. You keep making jokes to people that smoke pot. Yeah, well, because when I... Them, like they're below you when I, when I used to smoke weed, we used to, Our stoners used to have a sense of humour about it. I, I didn't realise it had got such a... It turned into such a serious profession now. I, I apologise for offending... Have you not read the comments on your periscope I, from people that are listening to your show? No, because the phone's facing the opposite way from me. I'm busy doing a show. Well, I don't why, care why, what they why, say on why periscope. Why don't you have a look and then you can see people that are, that I don't are talking care. about it? I don't care what they say on periscope. I'm busy... Why I go care. live, then? Sorry? Why go live? Well, so that people can see the show. I don't care what they say on there. I'm not. I don't monitor it. Well, okay. We're going off into a different Listen, direction. At the end of the day, all I'm saying to you, yeah, is no, before no, what, you stop, uh, dude, have a laugh down. about yourself. Have, I'm not. I haven't put anybody down. I'm chilled, mate. I'm chilled. No, you're not. You're really aggressive, and and I think maybe you're you're either you need to smoke more, or you need to smoke less. I don't know, or meditate because see, you've yet come again, on. Yeah, again, yeah, again. Huh? There it is. I think someone's getting a little bit para. You're getting a little bit para. Oh, Jamie's getting. Jamie's getting a little. Getting a little bit para. Jamie's getting a little bit para. Jamie's getting a little bit para. A geezer sitting there pretending to be Terry Butcher's walking about weed from the eighties. They are para, mate. <sighs> Grow up, idiot. I, I grew up fourteen years ago when I put the weed down, Jamie. But thanks for that. <laughs> that was Periscope Live. Wow. <laughs> Although, it's convinced me there's probably nothing wrong with it. Maybe we should do a show about legalising weed, because that was a I really think we good... already have in his head. He didn't like it. Uh, stay there, Dave. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well... He made some good points, though, didn't he? Catherine and I are laughing like a couple of little teenagers smoking our third spliff. I mean, that was uh, that was funny. That guy was uh, was I don't I don't know. I I I never check the comments on Periscope. The Periscope comments are a cesspit. I never check them. Um, But but hi, Jamie, if you're watching, literally, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> but uh, you won't like that. Either. It was. Uh, 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 I mean, it was fun. He owned you, to be fair. If, if he did. He destroyed me. Yeah. He absolutely destroyed me. But he was arguing with me about legalising weed when I, I'm kind of probably on the side of it, but I just don't care. I don't care. And this is the problem, right? And, and I know this from when I was taking drugs. I was really boring. For a lot of the time, sometimes I was funny. Early on with weed, you're funny. Early on with coke, you're funny. But very, very quickly, um, uh, LSD is a different thing. But with those two, very, very quickly, it, it, if it becomes all-consuming, there are some people that can smoke, you know, a spliff once every two months. And they have a laugh. But very, very quickly, you kind of separate into two groups. Those that will use it casually and those for, for who is all-consuming. And within a short period of time, the all-consuming, let's just talk about weed. Weed becomes their life. So they know kind of all the different brands or they know, um, you know, just how much to get high. Or they know how to top-load a joint so that they get all the stuff and the other people don't. Or And they know it all. And, and they all they talk about is weed. It was all, and that's for a while, so all I talked about was, was weed because it became everything. But you know what? Talking about weed is is really boring for everyone. It's really, really boring. Um, and and it affects your maths. It does, yes. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about smoking in the 80s? <laughs> 14 years ago, guys. It really does feel like yesterday. Turns oh, out we're all right. Oh, man. Thank you. And, you know, he, 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 I thought he wanted a dick measuring contest. I, I, maybe he didn't. I don't know. He saw know, yours but... and decided he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> he's shriveled up. <laughs> um, you know, anyway, it's all, it's all a nonsense. It's all a nonsense. Kids, make your own decisions. You know, uh, I'm supposed to do an anti-drugs message here, but I realise it's stupid. Stupid me saying that, because you, you, you make your own decisions, you know. Just play safe and play with people that you know. But driving on it ain't the greatest. no. No, no, I could. T- uh, no, I won't because then I'll get in the papers as well. Good evening, David. Yeah, hello. hello. Yeah, I don't know how you put up with those people. Well, I, I get <laughs> well paid you know, too. I know, I know. That's right. Of course you do. Course. Um, no, but what that that thing you said that um, it, it's driving. It's simple. As, it's the same as drink driving. Yeah. Um, maybe worse. I don't know. Um, but um, well, there is an argument. That, that, that's the point you. That's the point you yeah. made. I mean, uh, there, there is an ar- there is an argument that <laughs> there is an argument there is an argument that some might put forward that smoking weed, not necessarily skunk, but smoking weed, actually makes you more focused. I'm not mm-hmm. certainly not advocating that as a thing, and I and it mm-hmm. is illegal to drive a. But there is an argument that it makes you more focused, and maybe it makes you makes you you know at least as as good as if you were straight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There are Just, also mm-hmm. police officers who tell you you can tell when someone's yeah. been drink driving because they are <laughs> yeah. really really careful. Oh no, I'm talking about weed. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is that Drug, you said drink driving. I know, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. That there are police officers who say that people mm-hmm. drive really carefully. Oh yeah, when yeah, they yeah, know yeah, they're yeah. Drunk. yeah. No, I know. I got, so, sorry, I get your point. Um, so, you well, no, but I could have argued. I could have argued. That point, way better than James could have, and I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. David. This, this is a boring yeah. thing, isn't it? Well, we, um, I'm from Durham. I'm, well, near Durham, and uh, I go out to the guitar most nights and play open mics and things like that. Oh, I've just yeah. come back tonight, actually. Oh, yeah. And um, there's a big signs up, the electronic signs, which say drunk and, uh, drugs, and it doesn't mention drink. It just says drugs and driving does not... Um, comply or whatever you know yeah. uh, quite a few of them in near durham yeah. and i noticed them for the first time and Don't so therefore no, you know a- a- i mean anything it's, it's that, drugs, that changes your perception it's can't be a great way yeah of course to, it is yeah yeah the reason i did ring up Ian, is because um i'm sure i heard you last year and um are you a fan of love and forever changes oh man alive i've danced with arthur lee 
Ah, right. He took me by the hand. <laughs> the he right took guy. me by the hand, and he did a, a, a pirouette with me. Oh, how how's that? Was that when he was over with his? Um, that was uh, that was over. Uh, was, uh, I've seen him. I've seen him half a dozen times. Yeah, that was at the garage, I think. All right. Lovely Arthur Lee. Yes, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the album now. I've ordered the um, the new uh, box set or whatever. I called. looked at the box set, and it's from Rhino, who normally do excellent box sets. Quid. But I couldn't <laughs> see anything in there that I wanted. There was nothing new in there. Well, what, why would there be? I mean, but well, why um, would you pay forty six pound for a box set? The, well, I say no, I've done it loads of times. I've done it loads. Oh, of that's times. what my wife said. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, I've got I've got so many different versions of that that I'm I'm probably going to sit out the box set. I think. All right, forty six quid. It's all right, isn't it? No, it's all right. Well, you can tape it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now that was all really i wanted to say right. I just, well in, I just let me know when it arrives that i just heard you last year i'm sure yeah, coming oh. back from one of these think gig things that i did and you said that you'd seen a love uh with, love uh, with johnny eccles uh, um last year i think oh it was. yeah yeah, yeah right. johnny eccles yeah, yeah. go on have you seen yeah. that there's a documentary called love story have you seen that no go, I on, go and hunt that down it's a it's beautiful right. really good film okay. about the band all right, good. Go and check that out. Good. All right, David. Nice one, man. Thanks very much. Good lad. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. 344 I didn't get his reference to Terry Butcher. Jamie said, you're sitting there being all Terry Butcher, right? Pretended to be Terry Butcher. So I've Googled Terry Butcher. He's um, a footballer. English former professional footballer. He bang his head. And manager. Um, there's a picture of Terry Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bandage on and blood all down him. So, uh... Fair play. That was funny. That's funny. Terry Butcher's funny, eh? I like that. 0344 499 is the phone number. I tell you what, we've got no calls. So for the next 35 minutes, we haven't done this for a while, let's take calls straight to air, shall we? Shall we? Call straight to air. Sam, you relax a little bit, my friend. 0344 499 Calls straight to air uh, for the last bit of the show. Um... So, oh yeah, so here's, here's an article. Ten ways to get on top of your overloaded email inbox that actually work. It, re- it really upsets me when you glip, glimpse down, glimpse or glance, glance down at someone's phone. You grab a glimpse of someone's phone and you see in their email 6,320. Uh. How do people live like that? How do people live like that? I get um, frustrated when the phone glitches and it says you've got one, even though you haven't got any. And you can't find it. So there's thousands. How, how, can you, how can you sleep in bed at night knowing that there are six and a half thousand emails on your phone? Awful. Um, but this is, most of us are addicted to email. Um, no. No. I don't know. I don't think I think anyone's so. addicted to email, are they? Some estimates say we spend nearly five and a half hours. Oh, this is rubbish. This is from theconversation.com um, by Paul Levy. Some estimates say we spend nearly five and a half hours each weekday checking emails. Nah. This guy's a loon. Despite the explosion of social media in recent years, email is not on the decline. Well, that's true. Email is the one thing that, that is, is the one constant, isn't it, that keeps on keeping on. I do love the fact now that on my Gmail, it will suggest three replies for me. So you don't even have to reply. Really? Send me, send me an email, but it's got to have content in it and words in it. So send, send me an email to my Gmail 
but with 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 something in there. It doesn't always do it. The only, oh, it only does it. On, actually, don't because it only does it on my phone. Right, uh, and my phone is um, otherwise engaged. Uh, yeah, it doesn't suggest it here, does it? No, my phone is otherwise engaged. So it sends, it suggests things. So, so co- it's the modern version of that paperclip that used to pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the talking paperclip. Did he have a top hat on? He should have done. No. So if you ever get an email from me that's like, yeah, that's great, exclamation mark. That's, I've just clicked a button. Um, or, um, sure, I'd love to. Yeah, that's great. Sure, I'd love to. Anything like that. With a comma after the first word, a correct comma. Right, that's, that's the telltale sign. Yeah, g- g- correct punctuation. That email's not from me. Wow. That's what that is. It's great. I love it. It's the best thing. It makes you so brain dead. My brain is turning to mush. Um, so I don't, I don't buy this thing that everyone is addicted to. Anyway, um, surveys estimate... Well, okay. Well, the, the the previous survey said that we spend five and a half hours each weekday checking it. So let's take this with a, with a, a pinch of the old John Gorn. Surveys estimate that the number of emails sent out each day will have grown to two hundred forty six billion in twenty nineteen. All right, that's an estimate, but this is the figure for twenty fifteen. It's two hundred five billion emails a day. That that's nuts. You've still got Hotmail. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, Why would I change it? Well, everyone knows it. Um, I used to have Ian Lee at Yahoo dot com. Uh-huh. I keep changing my emails to get away from nutty people. Uh, Ian Lee at Yahoo dot co dot uk. Ian Lee at gmail dot com. I tried to buy that off the guy that had it, but he wouldn't. And I was Ian Lee four at gmail dot com. And now I'm something else at gmail dot com. Find me if you can, guys. You'll never, you'll never find me. And when you do, I'll close it down. And move on somewhere else. I don't get because I don't get tired. I just changed my phone number three months ago. I love it. I've had the same phone number for years. My first mobile number was oh double four double one two six two two seven one oh double four double one. What is that? That's weird. Yeah. Now they're all oh seven something oh seven nine five something something. Um, you might think we're all working longer and harder. I don't care. Uh, here are 10 ways to finally gain control. It's a good one for you, Kath. It's a phrase for you. 10 ways to finally gain control over your chaotic inbox. <laughs> My inbox is very tightly controlled. Uh, <laughs> it's not chaotic at all. Very tidy. We'll do this list after this. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're taking calls straight to air for the last 30 minutes of the show. Um, I'm going to do something stupid, if that's all right. Um, Because this bandage is really itching me. I'm going to take the bandage off. I'm going to leave the... uh, Don't take the pressure pad off. I'm not taking the pressure pad off. Can you do it for me? I'm going to take the bandage off. You might, I don't it's know what it's going to look really like. itching my head a lot, man. It's driving me nuts. So if we can just take the bandage off. Oh, it's... Oh, oh, what's that? That's the clip. That's the clip. Oh, this is a bit sticky. Is it? Careful, careful, careful. Don't, 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 don't pull my hair. Ah! Stop me pulling it. It's stuck. Oh, it's very sticky. Ah! Oh, this is going to be nasty. Ah! Oh, it feels funny. Ah! Is it stuck on my head? It's stuck on my head. It's all right. It's there. Ah! Stay, 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 stay. Ah! How is it? Is it all right? It's 
Look at that. There's blood on the there's blood on the blood on the tracks. Oh, flip. it's a bit monkey, but it's not as bad as it was. There you go, guys on YouTube. Can the YouTubers see that? They can't see the bit where it's been shaved, obviously, because that's under the old uh... bandage. Can they see that? Do you think? Is that going to be looking all right? It's monkey. Oh, flipping it! That hurts, man. Oh man, that's sore. I think there might be some sort of bird uprising going on. They're getting cockier. Uh, they are. Well, a lot of people saying that this is. Um... Well, someone had a go at me because I was calling for the culling of owls, yeah. right? which I am genuinely. Um, and They're so, getting brave now, and that one's had a taste. Yeah. Well, someone said, regular listener to the show, contributor on Twitter, tweeted, I think you're being really mean, Ian. We don't know why the bird attacked. This is a one-off. And I replied with the slightly massaged figures of, well, if you look at my Twitter feed, there are literally hundreds of stories and photos of people being attacked by owls hundreds and she replied immediately saying sorry and deleted her initial tweet so Good. okay well we're you know we're entertaining as well as educating there we go but um i found this story oh yeah go on sorry we'll do the the, the emails in it you got this thing go on oh no no go on all right let me do this do then we'll come back to that i, I don't know whether you dis dispelled that so, one. 10 ways to finally gain control over your chaotic inbox number one stop using email as a surrogate chat service email is not really designed for quickfire conversation incorrect Incorrect. I, I'd send you... Um, Abuse, yeah. Yes. It's time-consuming to wade through threaded, elongated conversations. Use alternative, better-suited methods and ideally resolve things face-to-face -face or phone. Hang on. Oh, mate, that's number one, is meet someone or call them up. That's shifting the chaos from your inbox to your life. Oh, my chest is getting very, very tight. Number two, beware of repeat messaging. A text message arrives. I'm just checking you got my mail. The phone rings. I've just sent you an email. Why is this guy obsessed with making phone calls? Many people still don't trust decisions agreed virtually. A lot of decisions by messaging and emailing are not fully believed, and we end up with a hierarchy of message replication. The meeting room where we... This guy's a hippie. The meeting room where we meet as real human beings is still the most influential place for many people. This is why I love emails and texts and WhatsApps, because not WhatsApp so much, because you, you can see when you've um, read them. But, but the others, because you don't have to talk to someone. No. I always think as well, when someone sends you a message reply receipt thing, I think, pushy. I'm not, I'm not giving you oh, that. Oh, no, no. Oh, God, no. No, get stuffed. Number three, weed your email garden. A cluttered inbox is like a garden overgrown with weeds. Jesus Christ. It's it pays, really not, is it? It pays in the long run to spend a bit of regular time removing cluttering messages. Uh, one simple and effective tip is to use the search function. Nearly said sunction. And to search for the term unsubscribe. Oh, there is a great joy in, in um, getting annoyed about emails coming in and then going, oh, actually, next time one of those comes in, I'm clicking unsubscribe. Yeah, but I noticed a thing last year when you click unsubscribe and then you got an email saying, thanks very much. Yeah, it's <laughs> There was one company I unsubscribed and they just and I unsubscribed so many times. Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, I'm sure I've unsubscribed. And in the end, I tweeted them. I said, can you take me off your shitty mailing list? Because to send us a DM, I sent them a DM. They said, you're unsubscribed now. Two days later, I got another email. <laughs> Use the spam folder wisely. Here we go. Number five. This is it. Ask friends and colleagues to stop emailing you. Good one. <laughs> Here's what I do. This is advice. Here's what I do with my work emails. Yes. 
unless it's addressed just to me. Yeah. If it's addressed just to me, it comes up in red. The rest I don't bother reading. Say that again. Yeah. If it's addressed just, just to me, if it's just what well, work. Yeah. All right. I don't even. I, I haven't even accessed my work email since the second week right. I was here. So unless it's something directed straight at me that's important, I'm not gonna read it. Okay. Well. Don't be shy. Perhaps be tactful. Another cause of email overload is unwanted emails from those closest to you. Be prepared to politely ask other people to stop sending you emails that will be better shared in a meeting or on the phone. Does this guy not understand social anxiety and why we invented the internet? Six. Why is he writing this on the internet <laughs> instead of just telling us face phone to us face? Up! <laughs> <laughs> Keep your request simple. Don't send overcomplicated emails. If you ask for five things... A lot of people only reply properly to the last thing on your list. This simply generates further emails seeking the other four items. Well, only idiots would. You, you, you go through them point by point. I address your points in order. Seven, ensure your replies are comprehensive. Eight, only check your email at set times. Um, there is increasing evidence that we are more productive if we check and respond to emails a few times a day. It's a myth that we have to be in touch minute by minute. And if you must do that, Email isn't the best method. What's the best method of phone call? Thanks very much indeed. Number nine. Ways to keep your inbox tidy. (laughs) Replicate your subject heading within the email body. You might think that writing something is a waste of effort. Not so with email. Write exactly what your email is seeking as a short summary, 15 words maximum, in your email subject line, and then end your email with the same sentence. What, like a thicko? Saying it clearly and twice increases the likelihood of getting a full and proper reply. Here's and the his... thing. I would hate to get an email from this guy. God. He'd be on my block list. And number 10. Straight to junk. He's the senior researcher in innovation management at University of Brighton in the UK. Right. Now, number number 10. In 10 ways to get on top of your overloaded email box that actually work. Number 10. Give up email. <laughs> The number of examples of people and organisations who've stopped using email and used other communication method- methods continue to rise. But Giving up email can make you less stressed and more productive. Other communication methods are often more fluid. It is possible. Try it for a week. Flipping it, man. <laughs> well, there you go. That's how you do it. That's sorted, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call straight to it. You said, Catherine, you had um, owls. Well, no, this isn't about owls. This is about pigeons. Oh, yeah, go on, go on. Um, staring pigeons. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I just think it all builds to a picture. This sounds like a small thing. Yeah. Is that hurting? It's a bit small. But it, sounds, it sounds like a small thing, but it builds up to a picture. They're great. They're gaining confidence. Also, by the way, I noticed when you were talking there that someone on uh, YouTube was suggesting that if you're... Um, your T-shirt was as um, badly affected as that, then you surely... Or your back was slashed up. That's assuming that his back isn't in- slashed up. In- incorrect. First of all, the blood is from the head. The blood is all from the head. There are three scratch marks there, three scratch marks there, claw marks, and one there, and there is some light scratching on my back, which I'm not prepared to show you. Light scratching. There was blood, but not much. But no, all of that blood is from my head. That was more just a rip of the shirt. But thank, but thanks very much, Columbo, dickhead, Catherine. Right, so they're getting, they're getting, they're getting fearless now. Yeah. Um, well, the YouTubers. This is where we have to curb them and cull them. I mean, that owl's had a taste for for human blood now, which yep. is a concern for me. Yep. You know, as a mother, I'm concerned that no one's thinking about the kids in this. Yep. Um, but 
it's not just the owls. It's gone. It's gone cross species. This, this this cockiness. The pigeons are also getting uppity now. Residents in a block of flats in Wandsworth claim they are besieged by pigeons. Yeah. They say the birds are constantly trying to get into homes and even watch them in the shower. <laughs> Situation so out of control they've stopped opening windows in case one gets in. Yeah. Tenants say. Oh, they... by the way, a, a bird in a room is the funniest most terrifying most nerve-wracking thing everyone everyone's like oh oh what do we do what do we do there's a bird in the room oh, it's the best thing man it's the best tenants say they are haunted by the soft cooing of the arrogant birds that reminds us of justin Daly. it goes uh, and we had a bird impressionist on yesterday it goes here we go this is by Keely Baker for Mail Online. Hello, Keely. So it must be true. Yes, sir. A group of young professionals, what we would have called in the 80s, Jamie, yuppies. 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 14 years ago in the 80s, we would have called them yuppies. Yuppies. A group of yuppies claim they are too scared to open the windows of their block of flats because they're being besieged by arrogant pigeons oh, yeah. who stare at them when they shower. That is the best opening line to anything I've ever read, ever. yeah. yeah. Dozens of the birds keep landing on the windowsills of the four-storey building in Wandsworth, southwest London, which is split into fl- four flats. And residents say the pigeons keep managing to find ways into the block. They're getting sentient. Wow. Well, pigeon- There's a picture. Yeah. There's a pigeon looking through the window. <laughs> the situation's become so bad that a sign has been affixed to the communal notice board. Oh, not for the pigeons. Warning the tenants not to open the windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more. Pictures and videos show bewildered tenants battling to keep the persistent pigeons out of their homes. Yeah. The beady-eyed visitors are flocking to the building in scenes not unlike those in the Alfred Hitchcock horror film The Birds. Vertigo. The Birds. The Birds. Although they have yet to strike a human target, so nothing like nothing like The Birds. No. One resident said... We have no idea where they keep coming in. I don't know what's gone on in our building in the past, but these birds definitely have an uncanny interest in it. What Probably some sort of um, pigeon graveyard underneath, I yeah. think. What makes things stranger is that you yeah, never okay. see any other birds in the area, only the beady-eyed pigeons. Oh, a picture of a pigeon in the kitchen. Oh, look, there is. Look, look, look. But why is there a picture of an old lady? It's just come to look at that it's old come lady. To have a look. That's what it is. That's his na- that's that's the the nana reincarnated. Neighbors say they are haunted by the soft cooing of the birds and claim they appear to squeeze through gaps in the window and prowl their homes. Guys, imagine the horror. A twenty-four-year-old court clerk even found one of the feathered creatures sitting on her hob this morning. I know what her hob. Uh, you don't want that. No, that's just rude. Wow. She said I was woken up by this really loud cooing. She said. typing it was so loud it woke me up so i thought it was just another one of those gray gits sitting outside my window that's not court language is it so i got up to make a cup of tea as i walked into the kitchen i couldn't believe my eyes this massive fat pigeon was sat right in the middle of my heart we're not body shaming pigeons guys come on i screamed and slammed the kitchen door which woke up my housemates I could see the bird eyeing me up through the glass panes in the door. Wow, hashtag me too. I took a picture and we stared at each other before my boyfriend came to shoo it out with a broom. There's another pigeon pigeon too that keeps sitting on the windowsill of our bathroom and stares at me when I'm in the shower. Gosh, it's really unnerving. If I hang a towel over the window, it just pecks the glass. I'm trying to get in. I'm terrified it's going to break in one day. A 27-year-old who did not wish to be named... Well, you wouldn't. The pigeons would track you down. Yeah. 
They're getting really bold at the moment. One nearly got in yesterday, but I managed to shoo it just in time. It's so hot, and it would be great to have the windows open. But the pigeons are keeping us cooped up in here. Ironic. In one video taken by the unnerved resident, another pigeon can be seen staring through the bathroom window. <laughs> What is the point of birds? <laughs> What is the point of birds? Spread seeds, don't they? He said, "I oh, he said, I noticed the pigeon in the video while I was brushing my teeth. It was probably there for a full minute in total. I know this sounds silly, but I found it really arrogant." Humans are supposed to be further up the food chain than pigeons, but I don't think this one knew that. That feathered freak had definitely been watching me in the shower. If it had lips, I bet it would have been licking them. I'm at the end of my tether. Well, they really have been banging on about this. this. Is, um, line one. What is the point of birds? Wibble, my old man's a dustman. Wibble. Okay. Hello. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Wibble. You want to do it again? Wibble and wibble and wibble again. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, what a delightful fruitcake. Line two, what's the point of birds? No point. Thank you very much indeed. That's Thanks my question much. answered. Let's play some ads. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So um, I saw a tap dancer when I was in New York, and I, I thought, I'm going to surprise Catherine at the next rabbit hole show. I'm going to be wearing some shoes and then I'm going to stand on a table and do some tap dancing. Well, the tap shoes... <laughs> so I ordered some tap shoes. The tap shoes arrived today. I've got an early surprise. The tap shoes arrived. But, but I think they might be a little bit... Just a little bit too small. Just... Just, just on the, the, the ever so slightly teensy side. Um, so I thought, well, I thought they were a bargain at 17 quid. Well, yes. But they're... they're <laughs> I'm tempted. I might keep them for my kids. But you see what I mean? Because you've got kids ones there. They're not, the taps aren't loose, so they're not no. going to make a delicious, well, you un- you clacky can uns- sound. You can unscrew them. The back ones you can unscrew. Well, yeah, but you, you get you get different ones that you put on that have got like a little horseshoe underneath and then that over the top. Mate, they, mate, they don't even, I can't even fit my hand in them. I'm not going to keep them. They're going to get sent back to the... See, why, why, who would sell, why would you bother selling shoes that small? Um, it's just ridiculous. No one has feet that small. Oh three four. Oh, this is about to go to the pool, and they put the phone down. Oh well. Oh well. Life, life happens. Um, some people uh, don't like tap. <laughs> some some people are idiots. Um, but that's that's disappointing. That's very disappointing. So, um, sorry, guys. Just it's me putting some tiny tap shoes back in a box. Yeah. That's, that's about that. That's about that performance. <laughs> that's about that performance. Um, 0344 499 Oh yeah, oh no, there is a call now Let's take that and then we'll see Paul Ross is on at 1 o'clock by the way guys Hello Line 1, you're live on Talk Radio Hello Hello Line 1, you're live on Talk Radio Hello Ian I just heard you want to call a wolf You just uh, call a wolf? You want to call a wolf? I want to call them No, I, no, I want to kill them call, You want to kill them? Yes, I want call to call them I don't want to call them. I want to kill them. Why is that? Because they're bastards. Ian, should we call humans who go near the animals? Sorry? Instead. Should we call stupid humans who go no, near animals? No, 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 no. We should... We, no, Why we're not? going to... We, well, because humans are more intelligent than, than owls. I just want to kill owls. I don't want to kill all animals, just owls. 
But why? They, they were on Earth before humans? They, they have a more right on this planet than we do? Owls do not have a more right on this, this planet than humans. That's, that's nonsense. Well, Ian, imagine if a dangerous animal came towards your children. Would you try to attack the animal or to frighten Mate, it away? A dangerous that's animal, a dangerous, a dangerous animal came towards my head yesterday and ripped my head open. That animal because was an you, owl. You were near its habitat. I probably thought you're going to... An owl lives in a gay cruising site that I didn't know was a gay cruising site when I went there. Just genuine. Yes, but he, he probably saw you as a threat to his children. He probably had a nest somewhere up there. Well, how? I'll, 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 do you know what, Cassie? I'm right. You're right. I'm sorry. Can you remind me what's the number to call so I can get a location of every flipping owl's nest in the country so I don't disturb it? Oh, there isn't one. Well, right. In that case, I'm killing all the owls. That's just like saying kill all humans because some humans are criminal. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. That's not that's not the same at all. Yeah, there are some idiots, uh, humans that are idiots. You're one of them, right? But even you, I would I would save your life, even your pathetic, useless, irrelevant, stupid, dumb life. I would save that over an owl. So I've got one bullet, and there's an owl there, and there's you there. It'll be a tough one, but I would shoot the owl. I'd hope that the bullet bounced off the owl and, and then went into your heart. But I, I, you know that probably wouldn't happen. So I would kill. The owl, yes, correct. Uh, uh, I would hope it happened to you, but you haven't got a heart, you see. You haven't got a brain either, so it just goes through your body. Well, I have, like I, 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 have got, I have got a brain, actually. Uh, just no thanks to the owl that molested me. <laughs> he attacked you and didn't molest you, Ian. Mate, I don't think you know what molestation actually is. Yes, I do when somebody grapples you or puts his hands on you, but the owl hasn't got hands. Mate, he, gr- he grappled me. Did it took you up in the air or something? Did it what? Take me up the arse? Only humans can grapple. Only humans can grapple. An animal with hands. Uh, owl does not have hands. It's got claws. A molest, molest means to pester or harass. I was harassed by that owl, and I don't find it particularly... Imagine your mum was harassed by an owl, and I laughed at that. That would make me cruel, wouldn't it? Well, it's me. It's between me and you, Ian. It's not between our lot. No, uh, hang on. You you brought my kids into it, mate. So you you brought family members into it, mate. I'm just following the trend that you've set, buddy. No, so was, yeah, I your mum is your mum is now getting molested by an owl, right? And I'm stood there laughing. Is that okay with you? Would you would you want me to get involved and kill the owl, or do you want me to laugh at her being molested by an owl? What would you like, Kasif? You were there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. Your mama snuck into my barn, right? And I, it's okay. Fine. All right. But then she's leaving. But as she leaves down, a barn owl swoops down and starts molesting her. What? There are two options, Cassie. If you tell me. Option one, I point and laugh at your mum being molested by a barn owl. Option two, I kill the owl. Was I there and laughing at you? Because you laughed at I me, mate. I you, 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 no, 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 no. You laughed at me, buddy. So what do you want me to do? Laugh at your mum being touched, that being molested by an owl? Or do you want me to kill the owl? Which do you want? It's simple option. Well, you got to decide quick. Decide quick. Decide. Go. Now. Well, basically, my mum's my mom not stupid as you, and she wouldn't be anywhere in the owls anyway. Oh, oh, because your mum, your mum has got the app that tells her where being, all the owl's nests are. Human being. You're a pathetic human being who fell down the well. 
And your oh, your name was yeah, well there. Brings up the mill. That's a pathetic humour. I saw the well. I was wishing you are a me. How did you fall inside? How did you fall inside? Read the story online. You have to go into that again. No, I do, Catherine. He's brought up the well. Read the story online. Read the well story online. I've told. I've told that story. Read the well story online. How did you see? How did you fall in the well? I've read. I've told that story before. I was making a wish. My, I was you. I was making. It could have happened to anybody. Could have happened no, to anybody. We've all got eyes. Apart, I don't know why you were you were looking at Ian, but we could all see a dark hole there and a well inside it. I, I saw. The, I saw the well. I was trying mm. to climb. I was trying to reach in the well. You don't to, have get, to explain yourself. No, I do, Catherine, because he's brought this up and he's he's on the border of of libeling me, right? And I feel. Ve- but thank you. But no, I, I can deal with this. My twenty pence that I tossed in the well to make a wish. Um, ironically, I can reveal now that wish was actually something to do with owls. So the twenty pence got stuck in there, and I was trying to get that money out. Otherwise, the wish doesn't count. So you reached and instead you fall into well. Yeah, I fell in the well. I got attacked by an owl. Have you never had anything outrageous happen to you, Kasif? Oh, good day to you. Good day to you. Sorry, Paul. I can't even. Let me just calm down because that's. Can't not even gonna... look at Paul Ross now. Can I lighten the mood with a terrible pun? I wish you would. Is it about owls? Your, your question for Kasif there led you into a more owl maze. It's about owls. Right. Just, I, I, honestly, I'm trying to help. It's sore. I, I, I'm going to say it because I'm. Oh, I'm that, is that the, let's have a look. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, the owl... That is nasty. That's I know you're seeping through, that pain. Mm-hmm. You're trying to lighten the mood, but the owl puns on, on Twitter today I've actually found quite painful. I thought, I thought you might have moved on, but I will now. I, I do apologise. Thank you, mate. I, yeah. I know you, I know you I, meant well, unlike some of those people on I, Twitter. I'll was, call it a day. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Okay. very kind. Thank you. Um, what's, on your sh- what's on your show tonight, Paul? Well, we're celebrating the fact that a, a telescope is returning to the Royal Observatory at Greenwich for the first time in 60 years. Did you know they took it out 60 years ago because of light pollution and smog no. and moved it to Hurstmont Zoo in Sussex? They had no telescope there. Really? So all those kids' outings, they've conned us. They've put the <laughs> telescope back in. It's coming back in this August. And even better, it's being named after a woman called Annie Maunder, yeah. one of the great unsung female heroes of astronomy. Oh. Have you heard of, I'm sure you have, Edwin Hubble and his Hubble telescope? The Hubble, yeah, of course. Okay. Yes. You haven't heard, though, I'm sure, of Henrietta Swan Levitt. Oh, of course not. Who was an American computer, which is what they call these female women, wasn't allowed to take a degree. She worked out the definitive way to measure the distance from Earth to far galaxies. Completely unknown outside of America. Because she's a woman, yeah. Because she's a woman. And now Annie Maunder is getting a telescope named after her. She was very active. She was another computer. She gave up a career as a teacher and lecturer to be paid £4 a week back in the 1890s just to work out kind of facts for these guys to build their careers on. So we're talking telescopes out of space and I'm doing it for the sisters this morning. I don't Uh care what people say. And also, I'll tell you why birds are here. Yeah. If I may give you my thing. Please do, yeah. If we hadn't had birds and we hadn't had the dove in particular, we'd still be procreating on Noah's Ark. Because only when the dove came back oh. with that little leaf and said the floods are subsiding. Okay. So birds saved us. So we're keeping birds just in case there's another biblical flood again. And it's a nice thank you. Oh, it's a thank you. It's a... Yeah, but look, how they, uh, look also, how they treat it. Yeah. But also, where, you know, what we do of a Saturday night when the kebab house is full, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I've only ever had one Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was a Zinger burger and it was delicious. Mm. Was it a finger-licking chicken? Um, Everyone's favourite bird. It may well have been. Uh, Dear listener, that is it from me and Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, Paul Ross will be carrying... You do it until five o'clock, don't you? I do, four hours. I should have got a better lawyer, shouldn't I? Four hours. What must I have done in a past life, or indeed this life? Paul Ross is coming up, dear listener. Do stay tuned. You don't forget you can listen to him on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk.